What's going on, Internet? The Black Okagi here, aka TBH. And to be honest, welcome back to the Game and Illuminati podcast. We are the Enlightened Gamers, and you are now tuned into episode 137. If you're watching the video version of the show at youtube.com slash GI updates, also we're available on Spotify with video. Know this show is available on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon, and all other major podcast platforms. I'm not gonna lie, with the video, I, I like that we have video on Spotify, but it does kind of fuck up my intro uh with, with the video being on spotify but whatever um i was about to say make sure to rate the show five stars on apple podcast your five star rating helps us grow on all these different platforms follow the podcast on social media uh, we drop daily content on our social media pages we're available on tiktok twitter and instagram our handle on all our social medias is at gi updates there will be a link in the description box below if you're watching on video uh, and then if you want to financially support the podcast, patreon.com slash GI updates. That's actually how you get in the discord and game with us. Once again, that's patreon.com slash GI updates. Now, allow me to introduce you to my co-host, the first of which is very grumpy today. Uh, he got washed by a monk this morning in Sekiro, and now he's taking all his anger out on everyone in the group chat. UTX quest for the real ending the dawn. Say what up to the people. Hello, everyone, my brothers and sisters. Uh, 2023 will be the year of atoning for your gaming sins and uh, in, in uh, facing your demons. So just know that uh, no one is safe, especially in GI. Uh, since everyone wants to point out everybody's gaming sins, I guess this is where we are right now. So I'm going to be atoning for my sins. You're going to see some more members atoning for their sins. We are going to end the slander, okay? End the slander and start with some more but we're going to be on the clean slate so namaste <laughs> namaste my brothers and sisters i am at peace with myself okay i am at peace I, I i wasn't paying attention who who pointed out your gaming sin it's a long story yeah it is a long my, story. it's a my podcast yeah. it's a fucking uh, podcast we got time oh, <laughs> so, so, so eat, eat those you already get this go ahead and explain what happened uh, I, I was the mastermind behind this whole thing so what happened was jg was streaming paragon and ace was ace. Oh, pre- I'm, oh big ooh. Predecessor. Predecessor. Oh, like you, like you could tell America. the difference so like you could tell the difference you can't on um, meta studios it's the difference <laughs> oh, pretty sure if you took a screenshot of paragon and president i literally would not be able to tell you the difference wow. uh, that's it's not a bad map. thing that's, actually, map. that's not a bad thing that's not a bad thing shout out to omega studios y'all doing great um let me think uh so they jg was streaming it right and then ace was playing with him and then you know i just jumped into the vc you know ready to start some shit and uh basically i'm trying to remember what's far oh okay so basically a b in the chat and also me were basically doing some wink wink nudge nudges that i think ace picked up on because we were talking about like you know one day you know we're going to talk about you know people not finishing games or this year you know jg don't finish his games oh no there's other people that don't finish said games or don't truly finish their games and i think ace was picking up what we were putting down and ultimately he admitted publicly in front of jg and me he was like yeah no i didn't beat melania so jg and i had like a a mental like freeze moment like a brain freeze because we like were like this doesn't make sense because we could have swore back during the game awards and even before that months before that you never said you didn't beat melania you always said like oh yeah no, I he beat the literally game. just to be correct he literally said 
I beat I Millennia. That's what he said it. No, he said, yeah. I beat Millennia. And he said, you could check my achievements. So yeah, somebody, that's what I thought he so said. So we did. Okay, okay. That's what, that's what I thought it was. Because I could have sworn he said sometime in June or July. Because we were just talking shit about Elden Ring. About people not beating. We were talking about chaos, I think. I think it was chaos. I don't really remember beaten. the conversation. I just yeah, remember the was, slander awards when he specifically it was said that. Yeah, it was something in July. Something about like chaos hadn't beat Millennia. He was scared to play against Millennia. So we were like clowning him for it. And then and then I was like, he was like, well, there's other people. It's not just me. There's other people haven't beat Millennia. And we, we went through the game like, no, nah, I beat Millennia. I beat Millennia. Like, you know, we were showing our card, our, our card and shit. We were like, I'm a true Elden Lord and shit. <laughs> and we were arguing saying, no, if you didn't beat Millennia, you didn't beat Elden Ring. Like, that was the you whole gotta argument. You got to be in the 30%. Yeah. If you didn't beat El, if you didn't beat Millennia, you really truly did not beat the game. You you kind of cheated your way. You, you cheated. What, what's the ninja quote? You, you cheated yourself. <laughs> you did. You cheated yourself. You weren't a real gamer. Um. So long story short, back of fast forwards. Fast forward into the game awards, like you said. Where I swear to God, I thought Ace said again that he beat Millennia. Um. And then fast forward to then he admits that he doesn't. So me and JG have this brain brain freeze, and then we say, all right. Basically, I argue and say, well, Ace, you need to finish this because like you didn't beat Elden Ring then, and it's crazy that you've been capping for six months straight and not only that he was clowning tbh during the trial because he took forever to beat millennia but at least he beat it and you didn't beat it on record so that's kind of crazy that you was actually to give you to get no mimic, to give you no can, mimic. to be crazy he, he, he okay whatever no that ain't that special i beat we without a mimic too we that don't care no one cares we'll get you later because didn't didn't he say well i'm gonna fight her with a mimic he did he already is ready to cower it out he's already ready yes yeah but i was in a look anyways but Ace came up with a perfect counter jab against JG. He said, he said, JG, I know you ain't talking. And said, boy, he said, I, I know you he ain't talking. You, you did not beat Isha. He said, you did not beat Isha. <laughs> so, so he basically saw in JG. He was like, he was like, how are you going to tell me I didn't truly beat Ellery? You didn't truly beat Sekiro. So then JG got froze. He was the like, 14, oh. <laughs> the 14 hours, bro. The 14 hours. Yeah. Bro. So. So then I remember too, because I was like, oh shit, that's right. JG swore he was going to go back to Sekiro and finish each, but he never did. And I was like, that's the same thing as not being Melania. So I was like, oh, Ace is right. You can't you can't talk shit about Ace not beating Melania if you ain't beat Ishin yet. So now that devoided in one thing or another. JG was like, I ain't no bitch. I'm going to beat uh, Ishin. And then I was like, all right, well, I just kept instigating. I was like, all right, so this is what we'll do. Ace will catch up and get to find Melania and he'll stop there. And then JG will catch up to Ishin. He'll stop there. And then we'll have a streaming like headline event and we'll have both of them start the boss battle at the exact same time. <laughs> We're going to see who can beat the boss the fastest. And then Siggy got drawn into today because Siggy was talking mad shit about JG. And, and then JG shot uh, Siggy because Siggy didn't even play Sekiro. He's it's too scared to play Sekiro. Chat. And then... And then, and then he was shooting at TBH because then he was like, TBH ain't even beat El, uh, Sekiro either. So then I was just sitting here like just laughing at the whole thing. Like, well, I mean, my my, my record's impeccable. I beat both of them. On the I don't trip. care. I'm just here so for I'm the just watching this chaos. <laughs> I'm just watching this chaos. And the DM's just laughing like Daniel's like, oh, man, I can't wait for this. So, yeah, in January, I... I don't know, JG. We supposed to be having some sort of triple threat. JG changing the rules. I don't know. So what's wait, going wait, wait, wait. Because I, I, I don't know what's happening. Because I I, 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 I muted the group chat. I didn't even know Siggy was talking yeah. shit. He was talking about me not beating Zakiro. I don't care. Y'all can say whatever you want about me. I'm still gonna crack. Well, jokes. Siggy, Siggy was talking. Siggy was basically trolling JG because JG uh, okay. basically like everybody who plays any sort of Souls only they get stuck on a certain boss and you know they start getting a little triggered about everything and then you know Siggy was like Ace beat this in 15 minutes <laughs> and that's it. JG got. Got pissed the entire day. He's like, see, I'm gonna block you. 
<laughs> and then that was thinking over there lying, yeah. bro. Like, you, you don't got a line, my chat, dog. See, see, he was pissing JG off. See, he was basically. And then, G- yo, off, this man, JG, was tilted this morning. Yeah, he was tilted. This man was getting mad about D. Gary. I was like, talk about his slasher. Talk about his slasher. Three point slasher, bro. JG was just like, shooting it was, everybody. No, it, it really it got to a point where too many people were talking, and it's like I get it. Like when when people are struggling, it's funny, haha moment. But I'm like, unless you have a flawless record, we are going to just nip that in the bud right now. So anybody who didn't play Sekiro, cut it out. I, I don't want to hear anything that you're saying. So that makes Siggy automatically null and void. I don't Siggy care didn't be what he played. Either. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, on God! They brought that up too. They said he, he played it, but he didn't finish Bloodborne. So, you're so kidding it's a, me! So it's, a, it, it, it's a lot of sins going on. So I'm like, all right. So you telling me and, the cap is insane right now? There's a yeah, lot of so people like, capping. You know, I'm like, Sig, if you want to say something, bro, just just play Sekiro then, because what I remember when we were all playing it. Siggy and Flock both played it for like an hour and they cut it off. Both of them. All I'm gonna say is, all I'm gonna say, Siggy did get far. I did see him. I watched him when he was like deep playing it. He got farther than <laughs> I, I did, and I think you did playing it on the PS3. But we already said we're not gonna play that shit at 30 FPS. It ain't happening. So we got an excuse for why we haven't it's it's not PS3. That was on the four. Oh, I'm it just sorry. Ran like it a PS3 it game. just ran like a PS3 <laughs> game. So yeah, it did run like it was on PS3. Yeah, I, I'm not playing that shit at 30 FPS. I'll, I'll wait. Yeah, I always said I'll play Bloodborne I'll when it comes to PC. But yeah, I'll and, totally yeah. play and beat yeah, it when, when I get PS. I can't do it. We'll play Lies of P. How about that? Yeah. All, all I will say is I got to gonna play Wolong with like. I said, oh, well, that's what I propose. I said, cut all this arguing out. Twenty twenty three is a fresh year. I propose oh, Wolong no, is the coming tier out. list. The no. tier list is happening because no. Wolong is coming the, out fresh. No, late. because no if you excuses. keep pulling the list, if you pull the list out, if you truly be pulling the list out, the only people who can honestly talk shit in the entirety of GI is literally Anon and me. I think that's the only two people allowed. To Nobody's talk. even Anon seen Anon's gameplay. What? No, 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 no. I did well. I saw it because he was we were doing co-op because the only time I remember was me and Anon both beat Dark Souls three. Uh, we're counting co-op playthroughs. Well, we didn't completely play through it. We like you know how it was. That was our first Dark Souls. So we were scared, um, so he was like, "Hey, play co-op with me a little bit." And then we got I a little comfortable. A, then we just jet off. Oh, he played Eldery. Anon played Eldery. So uh, Anon about to prove that he he about to, he, he I think he's like halfway through the game at this point. Hey, what's up, Akamaru? Okay, when I, I'm, hammer, not, I'm not counting. I'm not counting. You give him a Thor hammer? hammer? Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, it gave me as a toy. It's oh. a Fenrir brand. It's like super tough because he's got a. Does he bring back. it back? Uh, yeah, he can pick it up and jump with it. It's because he be tearing up all them plushy toys. Uh, so I had to get him something yeah, he tough. Needs, he needs something tough. Um, yeah. but no, nah, I don't. I don't think Anon is included in this. I think. I think solely if we're just going to count just like Satan. the overall spectrum of games, and uh, but if you're just going to count specifically like Dark Souls and Dark Souls as a games, it's probably just you. Even though Siggy tried to bring up some to blemish your record too. What did he, he say he, about he was me? Shooting at everybody. What did he, he say for? He said you need. He said you needed help to beat. Uh, to beat Radon. And you needed help to beat Melania. I did Melania by myself. Yeah, he said he straight up. Okay, okay, he he's right about Radon because I did. He did help me with Radon. I'll give him that. I totally helped Radon. But no, every in-game boss after I think it was like uh, by the time I did the you know the Academy Mage that 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 chick was easy. But after her, all the boss, all the main blind bosses after that, I pretty much did them by myself. Um, Melania, I did by myself. Godric, which I lost my shit about trying to kill. uh, I did the wrestler one. 
Yeah, that's the the, the JoJo guy. Who I didn't find him to be that hard. I didn't find him to be. It hard. was just me. I think it was just because my my place, like the weapon I was using, yeah, it required. Yeah, yeah. I had to get extremely close to him to, to like land hits on him. And I think people who were at more like mid range, they had an easier time. I was just being just getting grabbed and you know what do they call it in fighting games when they when they grab a command grabble? grab a command grab. command grab yeah, grab, yeah. he just kept com command grabbing me over and over again killing me in one shot so i just kept getting mad and then they oh my god the aoe's i was i screamed aoe at least like 50 times that entire time i was yeah, sick of the AOEs. that shit's so bad well listen but good luck jg 20... good luck you beat all you beat all that's that's not, like that's I, an accomplishment i mean and it's funny though because i mean the the first playthrough which was you beat the, the real owl right the fake, you beat the, the fake playthrough i be, i beat the owl and then i beat the the real owl oh. today so okay TBH, when you gonna pick back up Skiro? I don't give a fuck what y'all doing. Twenty two. No, I'm just asking what you gonna do it because you said you was gonna beat it. I don't. It does. That doesn't work. <laughs> next time. No, I'm just. No, no. I'm just saying. You said you were gonna play it back again. You got pretty far. You got past the monkeys. Again, and then you played it again and then you stopped. Again. So I'm just asking you. When are you gonna finish it? I'm playing. Just high, asking. I'm playing high on life right now. If I do, if yes, I do yeah. choose. If I do choose to play Sekiro again, oh, of your own free will, yes, it will be yes, with my yes. own free will. It will not. I will not be. Are you? Are you gonna play? Are you gonna play in the tournament? Uh, the cause you, you wanted to, the cause, yeah. Did you, you want to play? play? It. Yeah, I'll play in it. All right, I was, yo, I was, I, was, I saw, I, was I saw the footage. People. I saw, the I, footage. I was like, yo, you can that when I went online because I'm not gonna lie, when I went online to play Elder Ring, I thought I was gonna get washed in that. Shit. I was washing people for the most part, and I was like, it started made me think, I was like, yo, that statistic about only 30% of people beating millennia. I was like, I think it's true. Because oh, no, totally most of the Coliseum, they just spam the magic, just dodge it, and then run it and beat their ass. They don't know how to fight. I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty fun. So, yeah, like, I'll play. Um, folks don't know how to fight no more. <laughs> that's it. I don't care about none of this shit y'all talking about. 2023 is a fresh slate. Wulong, Liza P come out. I don't want to so hear So, Wulong's it. about to be the, is that going to be the new torture? I don't know if everybody's into that. I mean, they they may play it just because it's a Dark Souls S game, but I mean, I'm into it because I I, I love the Three Kingdoms. Like, does that's, it, like, that's, does that's it my. Does it play opinion. more like Sekiro or does it play more like Neo, JG? It plays more Neo. like Neo, in my opinion. Oh, okay. Does it have the key thing? The whole key? mechanic it's fast paced it got a counter oh. system i liked it surprisingly when i played the demo. Right, there's, there's a I demo will. you could play is it live still i guess i'll play yeah you can still play it yeah I'm is it on sure pc what it, actually what is it yeah I I mean, you, you have to double check you have to double check if it's what's, it, what's this I, game called legend of whoa whoa, whoa long fallen w dynasty long. yeah or something like that i, don't know. I, I streamed it uh, anyways uh i don't think ethos needs an intro that was your intro ladies and gentlemen ethos hey welcome <laughs> hi everybody uh so I we instigated. we started the first like 15 minutes of the show fucking going back and forth about beating souls board just cut half the uh, cut half of the topics now <laughs> <laughs> uh before we get into the show even though we already technically started it the freebies for the month of january 2023 um for Xbox, you get Iris Fall in Autonauts. I don't know what the fuck any of that is. Uh, and then on PlayStation Plus, you get Jedi Fallen Order. Perfect time to play because Jedi Survivor is about to come out. Uh, that's free. And then you get Fallout 76 and Oxum Verge. Uh, so, yeah, that's PlayStation Plus games are not bad this month or next month, should I say, 2023. Happy New Year whenever you watch this. All right. So uh, let's go into the leading conversations for episode 137. We're going to start with Callisto Protocol. The Callisto Protocol is a brand new horror uh, horror adventure game, I guess you could say from one of the co-creators of um, Dead Space. Came out at a really weird time because a new Dead Space remake is supposed to come out next month in January. Um, the Callisto Protocol, you play a prisoner. Uh, there's like this alien zombie outbreak and you're trying to escape with like other prisoners while all while unmasking like this crazy conspiracy going on. 
inside of the uh the prison uh while you're doing that of course you're getting attacked by zombie alien things and you're trying to survive um this is the brand new game uh i've recently beat it jg got some time with it so uh, i wanted to hear your thoughts about the callisto protocol do you think this is the do you think you'll get a sequel do you think this is the spiritual successor people have been waiting for or when it comes to dead space uh i'm going to say emphatically no i what? i think that people are more upset at the way that it plays rather than the actual story um a lot of people saw the initial uh test and they were like well what the heck is going on pc people were having a, a, a mighty bad time playing it even me uh i was having a little bit of technical difficulty nothing that was going to you know break the game but uh i can definitely tell at certain points like it was not optimized at all so i think that was the first major blow it's just an unoptimized game and some of the mechanics are really really bad um I'm bored out of my mind. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm really bored out of my mind. The first hour was okay, um, but you kind of just start seeing some of the same enemies. You know, they introduce one new alien thing. You know, every now and then, but it's pretty much just the same. Like rinse and repeat. Like you got to dodge and then either shoot or, or you know, use your, uh, your, your little, your little uh, pull, push pull thing. Um, or use the the melee weapon that you have, and I just found like it it just got really boring really fast, and I also really didn't care about the story from from where I was. So kudos to you, TBH. I would love to hear how you feel about it since you actually beat it. Um, to say like if if you know I'm going to change my mind and continue to to play the game, he's like, oh, I can praise now. I beat my game. <laughs> hold on, hold on, funny guy, funny guy. Hey, Ethos, back me up here. Uh, I hate to drag you in this, uh, but what was oh, that thing boy. that JG said in the group chat the other day about the Callisto Protocol? What did he say? Something about, uh, I don't think I'm going to beat this one. He did, yeah. He, yeah, he did say that, yeah. I'm sticking, yeah, he, I'm sticking, I'm sticking to my gun. He said another game he wasn't going to beat. Yeah, yeah, another, right, yeah, yeah I said I might not beat it. No agenda, no agenda here. No agenda here. Just, <laughs> I just said I might not beat it because it's boring, and I'm saying it's boring. The facts. To me. Uh, the Callisto Protocol. Uh, this game is like, this is one of the weirdest games I've ever played in the sense that like, how did the creator of, in my opinion, a classic horror game, try to recreate that game and make it worse? This is the best way to describe it is Diet Dead Space. Um, I, you know the I story of John Romero? Nah, what's that? He was the one of the godfathers, if not the godfather of Doom. Mm -hmm. And he made a sequel game to Doom. It was called Die Katana. It's arguably one of the worst games of all time. Like, it was terrible. And he did it directly after Doom. And it's the same scenario where it's like, you know, a creator comes up with some, like, innovative, like, changing thing in the end, like, game in the industry that's, like, a classic. And then they go and make a direct, like, a spiritual success to it. And it fails. Like, it pales in comparison. I don't know. Something about, like, when they get older, as time goes on, they have more time, more time to make mistakes. And they kind of, as time goes on, they might lose... I, the theory is that they lose kind of the the vision or the kind of I like the mindset that they were in when they were younger when they did it, and that kind of is how the drive. Like, yeah, whether it's the drive or just like uh, the philosophy of like where they were mentally back then when they made it to now, they might have changed as a person, and that might cause them to make changes and stuff and think like, okay, maybe I was wrong about this thing back then or something like that, and maybe they weren't or vice versa. They thought they were right about something back then, but they were actually wrong about it. So mm, that's the inside. Yeah. That's why we keep the game cool over on the panel. Yeah, nah, shut up. Go ahead. Uh yeah, this game is weird. Um if I could give one positive because I don't want to sit here and just rag on it. The game is gorgeous in my opinion. I played the Xbox Series X version. Uh Rand Buttery. 
You said what? It's a UE4 game, which is surprising. It looks really good for. I UE4 thought it was game. UE5. Wow. Okay. It's UE4. Yeah, they did really good. Yeah, it's yeah. gorgeous. Um, I think the character models look good. The the lighting is wow. It does a great job of setting the atmosphere. But once you get past the aesthetic of it all and you get into the meat and potatoes, the actual gameplay, I completely agree with JG. Uh, and unfortunately, it does get a little bit better. It does, you unlock some, you know, a stronger force push, like more energy, a couple different moves. But for the most part, the game stays the way it starts. Um, and I think the biggest problem is the, he's just too clunky. The dude moves around as if he has two anchors on his damn shoes. Uh, and like, I was told that was on purpose, but it's like, it, it would have helped if he had maybe like a role or something like that. I felt like a lot of times I got cheated out of it. There's a, there's a segment later in the game. It's a boss fight where, uh, it's like a moving, you're fighting a bunch of aliens on a moving platform. It was one of the most frustrating. I almost did uninstall it. It was, I was waiting to see if JG would get to that section. Cause literally by everybody in the comments is like, Oh, this is the moment. This is the part where he's going to rage quit this shit. It was incredibly frustrating and it exposed how clunky the game was. Um, it, it, <sighs> This is I it's not a, a fuck this game, but this is like a bargain bin game at most. This is like I feel like there's tiers, right? There's like cop this day one, price drop or like game pass type game, and then there's like a tier below that. This is like a bargain bin, five dollars, ten dollars at GameStop. Uh, but there's absolutely but if you skip it, you're not missing out on anything. And then on top of that, I think the biggest crime about this game is it's not scary. Uh did you did you ever uh, get scared playing it? No, I felt like this was like a typical like horror movie that's like not not dealing with like demons or anything. Like they tried to throw like the jump scares at you, but I'm just like, okay, I've seen that coming. Like what's gonna pop out at me? And then there you go, something pops out. Like I can pretty much predict where the things were gonna be. Like there were like Same. a couple of moments where I was like, all right, like uh, okay, I didn't see that right there. But for the for the most part, like they just tried to get you with like the dark areas or like the area that you can see like aliens vomited all over the place but no it, it was not scary yeah there's not a lot of enemy types either it's constant reoccurring enemies and then and not only is it like generic jump scares but it's the constant repeat of the same jump scares um so there, there and there's also a literally a moment in the game that like pretty much steals the mo a moment from um was it the last of us where like remember you had to like sneak past like the blind clickers like there's there's a moment in the game that does the exact same thing uh, and I was like, I feel like I played this before. <laughs> so maybe Ethos is right. Like maybe he's just like the developer is not in that mind frame. But I, I, I he got me, man. Like I'm a fan of Dead Space. Uh, the the, the dude, Schofield. That's his name. I could I could remember his name. He was at he was at the Summer Games Fest. Uh, yeah. Golden yeah, Boy was, got yeah. to Golden Boy got to interview him. So like we got to talk to him and chat with him a little bit. And he was like super enthusiastic. He like sold me on the game. I was like, okay, he really believes in this product. It's one of those things. Like maybe he just didn't know he had a dud because uh, this is this is not it um so like you've been warned uh if you want to play it get it when it's dirt cheap or if it's on the game pass other than that you will not be upset if you skip it uh also dead space remake is coming out january 2023 and that's looking like it's going to be better although it doesn't like need to play that unless you just never played it before are y'all picking that up the dead space remake yeah because um, i'll get it for free i was yeah uh, i was never a dead space yeah, yay so. shill baby yeah. <laughs> My, my, we move on, my anthem reviews um, paid off. Go ahead. <laughs> the check how'd you, cleared. How do you feel about the story though? Like, did you did you enjoy it or no? It was one of the better aspects, but it, it still wasn't good. It was like a five or a six. Like it was something. It gets real kookily towards the end. Like I don't want to spoil it. Uh, but like yeah, it gets it gets real kookily. Like, I was like, eh, I don't know. 
I, I feel like if there is a sequel, it will be because of the story was, I would say it's serviceable. It's serviceable, but the gameplay is just so mediocre. It's hard to even recognize that story. Why did you, did you enjoy it? No, like I said, but from what I've played so far, like I'm not interested in the story at all. It just seemed like right now it's just a, a breakout story. Like obviously, like if you listen to you know some of the logs and like the people who are dead and who you end up finding, like I'm pretty sure you'll get a little bit more backstory into it. But like I'm not even interested to like listen to that right now. So I'm sure like as I get further along in the story, like I'll find out like you know what's going on in the in the actual you know space that you're in, but. For now, I'm just like, okay, like I'm just trying to get to the next point. It's it's some it's some government conspiracy type shit. And then also you find out why the character you're playing is is, is in prison, which is also a key component of stuff. I mean, the game is only like eight hours. I think that's why I thugged it out, because like there were moments where I did want to install it, but I was like, it's so short. I already started it. I'm like two hours in, like fuck it, let's thug it out. Uh versus like if this was like a fifty hour Ubisoft game, I would have been turning this shit off uh yeah, it was definitely like uh like man i'm glad you're not playing callisto protocol today i was like damn like is it that bored like can you tell that i'm bored playing this it was it, it's it's a chore right now it is what it is man it is what it is uh did you play this game uh ethos i don't play games i just wanted to confirm that anyways uh next topic let's talk about forspoken forspoken is the new action adventure open world game from square enix uh, starring a black girl in a magical world, uh, cast lots of spells. I can't really tell what's going on in the goddamn uh, in the goddamn story. We'll see when the game comes out. January, I think, like twenty fourth is when it comes out, twenty twenty three. But what I do know is a demo came out on the PS five. Which shout out! I don't know if y'all been on TikTok, but my TikTok has been recommending me a lot of videos on my for you page of kids unboxing PS fives. There's not a lot, of, a lot, a lot of games to play on the PS5. So if you need something to play, there is a Forspoken demo out on the PS5. Um, we got to get some hands-on time with it. We were actually supposed to talk about it last podcast, but Ethos forgot to remind us. So we're gonna talk about it on oh, this podcast. Um, Ethos, you got yes. some hands-on time with the Forspoken demo. How you feeling about this game? New IP from Square Enix. Go. This might be a little controversial, man, but. I'm not feeling it, man. Ooh, talk to the people. Go for it. A um, couple of things. I, I'm just, again, I'm not going to say that it's like a complete, like, I just have no, like, day one, like, I'm not going to play it at all, or I'm never going to play the game. I think, like, if I get my hands on a code or something, but I don't think I'll go out of my way day one to, like, pay for it. Um, and I think it just comes down to a couple of things. I just think, personally, uh, the the dialogue was it was bad it was real bad and, and i kind of want to say it's it was because it was a demo it was out of context you know all this sort of stuff I'm like i'm trying to give it as many excuses as i humanly can inside of my brain to make me trying to justify why it was that bad because like it was i haven't listened to something that cringy since like jeez i'm not gonna hold up i'm not gonna lie to you when i was playing it i was so focused on the combat i really didn't listen to the dialogue can oh, you so like, you can you, black yeah, women? so I don't That's remember it. it. Can you give me some examples, like mm. what they were saying? Oh, you don't listen to black women confirmed. All right. Uh, so basically, wow. <laughs> does your arm hurt? Got him. Got him. Ooh, not, not, after the, not after the case that just happened. <laughs> come on, come on, Look, bro. You gotta do better. Let me talk to him. Let me talk to him. Do better, like Kratos says. We must be better. Um, so. The, the just the first whiplash I got was literally I don't know if this was just like maybe the game bugged out on me but the first words that came out of her mouth 
literally after the tutorial end was shut the fuck up i shit you not that was the first thing she said as a character like and i was just like what the fuck? Well, she, she like I, two lines to, to counter that i read the website the, the main character is apparently from new york city and she gets transported to this fictional world so if, if the first thing she said was shut the fuck up i mean i would argue she's dead ass that's pretty accurate when it comes to new york women no, no. and then you know i dated a new yorker for like four years i i I'm saying nothing. Very masculine. Very masculine. I'm nothing. I know you gonna get some dialogue. She gonna she gonna say it. Suck my dick. Like, yeah, 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 suck my dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suck my dick, nigga. Yeah. You dead ass? You for real? Yeah. <laughs> you thought I was feeling you? <laughs> you a much? <laughs> okay, wait, my man. Go ahead, finish what No, no, that's. Uh, but yeah, like I get the whole like. Um, the like she's like it's an isekai it's literally an isekai anime in video game form girl gets person gets transported into an anime world who has special powers that everybody else in the world doesn't have that level of powers like it's literally like an isekai anime and i'm a little worried that like um from what i've seen i don't think the world really looks interesting to me uh it looks very generic um i don't think the story has even captivated me like i'm not excited to learn like why was she pulling this world i really don't care um combat's kind of the only saving grace but even then i don't think i was like completely like enthralled by the combat i was just like okay this is like serviceable but to be fair to the game i feel like and this is what i noticed too a couple of friends that i was talking to about the game they didn't even know that certain mechanics existed in the game and i think that was just because i think the demo does a terrible job of explaining how much stuff you can do with the character i think it's just because they just threw so much com so many combat mechanics at the game and the tutorial just is like very straightforward it's like press this button to do a uh, light attack press this button to do heavy attack click these button to change your spells press all these buttons to do spells but they don't tell you what the spells do i didn't even know that like i was doing a grapple i was like yeah there's like a grapple hook you can do that to like grapple up and stuff like that with your fire and they were like what i was like yeah there's like a, a grappling ability you can like grapple people um and the other nikon that i have for the game too is the enemy ai i think the enemy design is kind of meh them being little shadow things like creep people walking around doesn't look interesting the the enemy design doesn't look interesting it looks like a generic fantasy game you got a a crocodile you got people you got a knight like nothing really looks unique in this game to me and i think that's why like i i just don't feel captivated by it i just think it's just gonna be i think it's i'm i'm just gonna predict here i think it's gonna be a dud i think mm. like when the metacritic and everything else comes up i think it's gonna be in that like yellow area where it's gonna be like a 68 metacritic Somewhere around the 60 range i think it's going to come out it's not going to be that um you know it's not going to have that much fanfare but i think it's going to end up having this small little group of people who are like i enjoyed it or i feel like people are over hating on this game i feel like it's gonna be like gotham knights i feel like that's the reception it's going to get i feel like it's going to get a gotham's knights level of reception so i'm just happy it. i'm just happy you explained what a isekai was because i was not following you when you started talking about that damn nerd shit uh jg what you, you watch an isekai you know what an isekai is what isekai have i watched nigga if you watched any anime in the last like five six years, like a majority of them were isekai. Name like, one. Name a popular. Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online. I, I watched like two episodes, dude. Okay, well then you you watched the isekai. Then you watched okay, the isekai. Well, that yeah. doesn't really count. But whatever. <laughs> Jay, yeah. what do you think of this game? That show fucking sucks. Don't put that yeah. on my body. <laughs> it does. It does suck. It does. It sword I I condone it and say it's good. I'm just saying it's very popular. Oh, I don't Jay, know why. How you feel about the game? 
ethos uh ethos was spin like I, I pretty much shared the same sentiment like definitely the dialogue like as you were like battling and then at the end of the battle i don't even know like who she was talking to like i, I don't know it was I her bracelet uh her bracelet was like a it was like a jarvis or something like it was like a computer yeah that's what it sounded like yeah so so whatever the banter between her and and the bracelet was very very cringy so i i definitely agree with ethos on that like she was just i i don't know like I, I personally have a thing with like women just like excessively cursing. I don't know why, but I just feel like, you know, it's 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 just not a thing that I just want like in my everyday life. So like that was that was kind of cringe. I'm not saying that women can't curse, but like excessively cursing is it's just kind of kind of cringy to me. So yeah, I agree with that. Um I think that the the visual uh, first of all, quality mode is ass. Quality mode looks terrible. Put it on performance mode. I'm just say that right now. Like just off the rip. Like if you play this, just put it on performance mode so you can get 60 FPS because it looks way better. Cause uh quality mode just looked terrible. I don't even know what was going on with that. And, and it just moved like crap. It looked like crap and it moved like crap. So change that too. I'm um, genuinely I, shocked to hear somebody even tried to play a game on quality mode. I have mine set to performance at all times. Yeah, People yeah. Still stuck in their 30 FPS ways. Be, be pretty graphic. Right, right. Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't even look through my options to even you know no. see. I need to change that so that it's always on performance mode. Um, but I had to manually change it. Um, but yeah, the the world is just it, it's weird. It's not a lot going on. Like it's like you move to the world a little bit and then hey, you see some enemies there, kill them. And then they say some weird dialogue, and then you move on. Um, and and I agree, like with Ethos, the the saving grace was the combat, but it's a lot of stuff to learn. Once you master it, I think that you're gonna have a, a good uh, a fun time because it's a lot of stuff to learn. Obviously, we couldn't you know uh, look at every single thing that the game had to offer because it's a demo, but it was a lot of cool spells and stuff that you can upgrade. When I was looking at the skill tree, I was like, okay, like once I get that stuff, then it's really gonna be a good time. But um, I feel the same way with Ethos. Uh, like it it just it doesn't do the best job at telling you um everything that's uh that's going on with the spells and stuff um but other than that like i i will have to see i'm not going to just uh just say that this game is going to be doa because i definitely want to play it you know because this was the this was the game that's supposed to be you know the the demo to ue5 like this was this was it so i'm hoping that they at least turn this into a, a semi-decent um you know why video. do people say that because it's not even it's not even, what, like what happened i'm confused like when when did when did this thing come out that they were like um the uh uh for spoken was supposed to be a ps5 uh unreal 5 game because it's yeah, not state your sources jay yeah, who who been telling you this? It was early on when the PS5 was revealed. Not the not the reveal for you know the general public, but when they did that cringy tech demo when the PS5 was first revealed and they were saying all the jargon that people didn't care about. They showed Forspoken. We didn't know that it was Forspoken, but they literally showed the character like moving around the environment. No, no, no. Those are two different. They're, those are two different. Those are not the same. I know. I know what you're thinking of. You're talking about when it was like a prototype. Like they didn't have the name decided yet, and it was yeah. like, look at this person jumping around. Yeah, no, no. There's another epic did a, a demo called the Forbidden whatever it was demo. I know you're talking about the one with the sand, right? Where like she's like inside of a cave and then she leaves, and it's like a sand place, like ruins, and she's like jumping and stuff. Like that one. Yeah. That's the one you're referring to. Yeah, no, that's different. That was not Forspoken. Okay. They're 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 two different. Were, I think that's why you're right. You remember I, it was around the same time. It was when they like, oh my. Yeah. God. 
like Five on PS5. Yeah. It was just because they had that. Uh, I remember. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about when Sony had that thing where they first revealed. And they were like, "This is what the next generation is going to look like," and they were just yeah. showing different games from different publishers. And I guess people just assumed it looks similar to this game, so it must be the same game. Yeah. No. It, Epic, it, it, Epic literally said, "Like, like I'm. I, I know it wasn't like Epic's actual. Like, this is UE5, but Epic was saying, well, Epic in, in Unreal was like, hey, like this is UE5, and this is what is going to be on PS5, and they showed Forspoken first. Hmm." Are you good? Oh, but we didn't know. Again, we didn't know what it was. So, I'm gonna be the contrarian here and say that I disagree with you both. I had fun with the demo. Um, uh, you have shit taste. Doesn't matter what you do. You guys, don't game, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Uh, what's the name? I I had fun with the demo. I actually think you guys are ragging on it a little too hard because just to give context, the demo was only 30 minutes long. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to take away a lot. Uh, I agree. I agree with you guys are saying. With like the open world seemed empty and like the enemy design, but it's like there's no context of what we were doing. So I tried not to judge that too hard. But it, I did say like in the video that I made, I was like, when the full game comes out, if there's just more of that shit, then yeah, I'm like I can't I can't get behind that. But I was like, it's a demo. I'm not gonna judge it that hard. I was having general fun with the combat. Um, um, one of the reasons why I didn't pick up on a lot of the the, the dialogue was because th the game doesn't teach you anything. The demo just drops you in and like they give like a couple tutorials, but it really like so like for those who haven't played the demo, there's like 10 different spell types that they give you. And then within those 10 different spell types, there's like three or four different spell types within it. So there, you get the game drops you in and gives you like you're basically a master magician. You have like 100 different spells and you can mix and match the shit. And it doesn't really give you much context of what it goes well with what. So I'm sitting there just pressing buttons trying to figure out what goes with what. And then by the time I started figuring out like some decent combos, I was like, yo, this is really fun. The way she's moving. I really like the way you traverse the environment. So I kind of missed out on the cringy dialogue because the game doesn't give you any fucking context of what exactly you're doing. So I don't know. You guys could be right on that. But uh, my main concern is the empty open world. Yeah, I'm really hoping there's not more of that when the full game drops. But I did enjoy the combat. Um, and there's nothing to play on the PS5. So I'm hoping it's good. I'm going to be honest. Uh, <laughs> outside of Ragnarok. Uh, Ragnarok is the first game we had to play in a while. Uh, it's going to get dusty again for another month because that game doesn't drop till the end of January. Uh, and then after that, I think we're in another PS5 drought. So it's like, I'm hoping because the PS5 needs uh, needs more games to play. Uh, so is this the day one pickup for y'all? Yeah. True, true, true. I got the, got the Square Enix took up, so, you know, I'll be playing it. Wow, this kid, he plays because he gets it for free, these Negroes. Oh, and then, and then, by the way, this, I mean, it's, it comes out on PC as well, so. Oh, yeah, I forgot it is on PC. I, wait, 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 you playing a Square game on PC? You going to risk a rig? Yeah, why not? I play Final Fantasy 15 on PC. I said I'm never buying another Square game on PC, bro. That shit almost blew my. Made by up. the same developers too. Square like, does not know. optimize. They're they're you risking your PC, JG. I don't know, man. I play uh, it on the PS5. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, okay. Okay. So, I felt the same way about playing all the other times. Like I was playing, it. I was like, yeah, this is definitely a game made by Luminous Productions. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I can definitely tell. I'm like, they definitely took the feedback. I feel like they watched my video where I like criticized the combat of Final Fantasy 15. Was like, yeah, this shit is garbage. <laughs> it's it's fake. It's fake combat. It's not really have any depth to it whatsoever. Fake it's just flash, 
Yeah, the call it. Fl- uh, I call. Okay, so crazy. So crazy in context of nowadays, I said it's like Kanye West's song "Flashing Lights." It's just a bunch of beautiful flashing lights. It's all like you know superficial, but when you actually get down to the mechanical application of the mechanics, it's there's nearly no depth to it. There's no actual challenge to it. It's just holding a button that gives you dodge and just spamming a button. So, um, so Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm games, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, mm. give or take. People are gonna take that and just be like, "You're stupid." How does that relate to Naruto Ninja Storm? Naruto <laughs> Ninja Storm has a healthy community. I, I look pressing Y Y Y B is very complex, very complex. My name, my name is Hokage. I'm not gonna lie. Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm community, you guys are like a tier above the Sonic community. Go ahead terms, and say that terms, as, as Okage. Look at the camera. Say hi. I'm Black Okage. Hi, I'm Black like Okage. <laughs> and you, the the Ultimate Ninja Storm community, you're like a tier above Sonic fans when it comes to delusion. Delusional. The Ultimate Delusional fan base is the Sonic fans. You guys are like right below it. You're delusional, but you're not that delusional because you guys swear that it's more depressing the B button. No, it's not. Bro. Shut up. Um, anyways, let's talk about our favorite games of 2022. Uh, today is December 30th, in which we are recording this. Uh, it should be up by the 31st because I'm going to start editing it like right away. This is the last podcast of 2022. The year is over. It's time to reflect and talk about what our favorite games were. Uh, since there's three people on the panel, we don't got all day. We're not going to do a top 10. Instead, we're going to share our top five games of 2022. And also, my, before we even talk about this, uh, if you did play the first spoken demo, let us know what you thought about it in the comment section below. I'm curious to see what people uh, thought about the Forspoken demo, because fun fact, I forgot to say this during that section. I uploaded a clip of me playing that game and that, that video, it went semi viral and I went and checked my analytics. I thought it was Twitter pushing it because Twitter has a program called the Amplify program where they push it to to advertisers or whatever and to like the general public more. But that video went organically. It got all its views. It got like 50,000 views organically on Twitter and it got like mad comments. So like there's like a general interest in that game. I was surprised. Uh, so you, you actually might be right. Ethos. It might get a Gotham Knights type of a uh, reaction <laughs> in terms of uh, what's the name? Viewership and, and, and feedback or whatever. But anyways, top five games of 2022. Uh, Ethos, you're on the clock because you don't play no games and I know you don't have much to say. Uh, give us wow. your top five and why. Well, excuse you, sir. I actually have honorable mentions. Just to show. Okay, okay. Give us your honorable favorite. mentions. Then go from five, four up. You go. Go ahead. Do your thing. And uh, we can my now. honorable. Okay, my honorable mentions before five would be uh, in none, no specific order. Uh, Need for Speed, Unbound, The Quarry, and God of War Ragnarok. That's a, that's a, you want it? That's yeah, a bowl. That's a bowl. Hold on, hold on. You want to talk about Ragnarok being in your honorable mention? Yeah. No, I don't want to talk about Ragnarok being my honorable mention. The people need to hear this is content. No, why, no, why, no why I, I don't. Ragnarok in your honorable mentions. I'm not. We've gone through this for like two weeks. I, I don't want to, like, every, like, last two podcasts have literally been God or Ragnarok. Can we just, like, skirt around the conversation about Ragnarok? We already discussed it. I already said my, my two piece about it. I even said, oh, it, it seems like. Your audience doesn't have a good time, uh, or uh, sometimes our audience, I won't even say our audience, but sometimes some people who randomly listen to these um, things have a bad time uh, hearing and having, uh, you know, in, in comprehending what we're saying when, you know, you can say, I actually like the game, I enjoyed the game, but just because you don't put it up as like your best favorite thing, that just means you, you think it sucks. So I just want to state again, I enjoyed playing Ragnarok most of the time. There was parts where I, I rather had been asleep. Um, but, uh, yeah, not my favorite game in the top five. That's not to say that Ragnarok is worse than any of the five games. I just think from like an enjoyability standpoint and just like the experience I had playing that said game in a certain context, I enjoyed that experience more than just by myself playing Ragnarok. Mm. There you go. All right. Give us your five then. 
All right, number five. Uh, 40k Dark Tide. Warhammer? Uh, yes, okay, the so Warhammer okay, game. Okay, great. What, what, what yes. about that game? Um, I have been recently been pretty hooked on the war k lore and universe stuff i i first discovered what it was about about a year ago when a youtuber uh bricky shout outs to bricky uh if you're listening to this or or adam or something like that um he made a video called the factions of 40k or something like that and i watched it because i was just curious and it was like a 30 minute video and it was like the most batshit insane thing i've ever heard about like an entire universe of how like this uh verse functions it's basically uh a terrible place to exist in uh nobody's the good guy everybody is there everybody's just a, a piece of shit every faction's evil there's no good guys in the entire verse um and it's got everything from fascists to aliens to orcs to like in space and they're blowing each other up and there's demons and everything and they're all trying to kill each other and do crazy shit there's sex there's drugs it's rock and roll it's like it's just everything um just turned up to like a thousand um but uh this game basically takes place in that universe uh, uh on a specific planet um and you play as like some of the weaker characters of that universe but it's like a co-op game it's made by the same people who did vermin a vermintide vermintine i forgot the pronunciation for it uh, but it's like a left for dead game right it's like a left for dead styled co-op like horde shooter um but i like this one a lot i like it because i love the flavor of the 40k they did a really good job with the universe and the gameplay mechanics are really cool and my god the sound design is like crazy good i love the music of it um i think the gunplay feels really good uh and i really enjoy like how each of the four characters are distinct in their playstyle and weapons and there's a lot of progression and customization and a lot of replayability so i've been kind of hooked on that for like since it's come out i've kind of been playing it is that a um, game pass game yeah you can play it on game pass of course so, it is of course it is. you know i'm pushing the agenda baby but yeah it's it's a it's a fun game I, i've been enjoying it I've, uh, i wish i had some more friends who would play it because i've just been playing it with randoms but i've enjoyed it for what it is i would ask you uh, say ask jg to play but he, he don't play no games so he's not gonna play with you uh what's number four yeah, he's too busy I don't even know what, oh. it, what, what type of game is it. It's for fucking nerds. That's what it is. It's Left 4 Dead. It's just Left 4 Dead. Just more gory and, 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 and over the top. That's all it is. Mm. All right. Yeah. Um. Wait, are you just going? Are we not just going five? Four, oh, you want us all to share or? a five? Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, yeah, JJ. Yeah, JJ, yeah, JJ oh, do yeah. your five. Yeah. Do your five. Oh, okay. Uh, God of War Ragnarok is is number five for me. Damn, JG, damn. talk about that. Damn, Why is it number five, damn JG? Damn near in his, yeah. damn near in his honorable mentions. <laughs> Barely made it. Barely made it. Go ahead, JG. Explain this I mean, to well, me. Well, first first of all, controversial opinion because y'all don't agree with me, but I, I thought that 2022 was pretty weak in terms of in terms of video games. I don't think it had as much heat as, as other years. So it really wasn't that hard to, uh, to make my list for my top five, but... I think after looking at my list, which you'll hear, you know, my four, three, two, and one later. But I, I think that out of all these games, like Ragnarok was, and, and I don't want to say it in a bad way, but it was the least fun out of out of all these games. So I, I, I just think that again, Ragnarok had a chance to to be like one of the greatest games this year and you know it, it'd be up there of all time but it just definitely fell flat in like the the middle parts of the of the, the story. ending wasn't very good either and just those puzzles man those freaking puzzles all all the time like just slowing you down through wherever that you're trying to go so it was just it was just those things that just kind of knocked it down for me and and you know it, it's just my opinion it is what it is okay 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 my number five i'm gonna go with a forgotten game in 2022 uh oh wait 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 because wait. he did honorable mentions y'all want me to do honorable mentions too did you have any jay uh 
Call of Duty. <laughs> okay. Why, why, is that a, Duty. why is that an honorable mission for you? Well, I, I played the mess out of it. I was not expecting to like Call of Duty or get back into it the way that I did. But hey, I turned to I turned into a Call of Duty crackhead again. And the social aspect, like it's 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 funny, man. It's it's definitely a fun time playing with uh with friends again. So definitely got back into that social uh you know type of thing. Just hop in, hop out, play a few games, and you know just not care about it. Get a little toxic and and go on about your day. Fuck shipment 24-7. Um, man, bro, it's so fucking... Man, fuck y'all, man. I got a headache playing that shit the other day. I'm you like, this is mine. Yeah, that map's terrible. I know, it's just brain dead. We played it for like three hours. That's all they played. I eyes, literally watched my, them. My eyes were literally hurting. Eat a, a Siggy. I gotta grind my gold weapon. Yeah, yeah. You guys are yeah. fucking yeah. nerds. Right? Oh my god. I keep telling Siggy, I'm Siggy, this baby. is the most boring gameplay. You're just hiding behind literally like a container and just shooting down a lane. That's all you do. It's so brain dead. I I, I'm thinking we about to hop on a game, talk some shit. I'm like... I just no. want to talk shit. I do not want to play this. They sweat. You can't even hear anybody because all you hear is just gunshots everywhere. <laughs> yeah, not, not fun. I don't oh, think that's shit. a good map. Okay, so my honorable mentions. I actually have a laundry list of games because uh, I, I disagree with JG. I thought it was a pretty good year for gaming. Uh, so my honorable mentions include um, Tunic. I thought that was a really good game on Game Pass. Um, it's like basically Zelda meets uh, Soulsborne games. You didn't play it, Jay, so you can't speak on it. Um... All right, this is a this is a surprise one. Hear me out. NBA 2K23. It was pretty good man, this year. Get this man out of here. It was pretty. Man, no, fuck no, you. No, no, shut the fuck. Nah, yeah, you know what, JG? Yeah, no, yeah, hell no. You lost your mind. No. Let, you me, talk. Lost Let your me talk. Let me talk. Let me talk. I've I played 2K more this year than probably like the last two or three years. Minus the microtransactions, they're still garbage. In terms of gameplay, they did make improvements to, to, to nerf the dribble gods, and they made it so it was a more team-based game. We had fun. It was a lot. Don't lie. How many times you see in the group chat, hey, we getting on? They still doing it right now. We, we getting on just because you two don't play. 2K this year was not bad. Not good enough to be in my top five, but it was not bad this year. Grab the bell, JG. Shame. Nah, he, Shame. He, he, he's Shame. Still a, he's still a basketball Shame. boy. Shame. <laughs> Anyways. Shame. Next honorable mention, Trek the Yomi. I feel like a lot of people forgot about that game. Really good oh, game. Yeah, me too. That I came out this year. <laughs> See? Look, they don't play games. I can't prepare it. I can't prepare it. play that game. Aren't you the Game Pass Bishop? JG beat Wait, it was on Game Pass? Hold on. Yeah, it was yeah, on I game. Be, That's I how be, I played it, I be bro. I beat the Yomi, bro. I beat that. It was it was a good game, very aesthetically pleasing. Had some problems, but you know, a short little sweet game. That's on Game Pass. Trek the Yomi was a good game. Um, another game that is honorable mention: Apex Legends Mobile. Uh, I surprised. I had fun with it. There was a good month that I was playing it heavy. If you have not played it, check it out. Um, Strangers of Paradise: Final Fantasy Origin. I thought it was really fun. The combat. Did you didn't you play that, Jay? You didn't like that game. I played it. I don't think it was in my honorable mentions, but it was cool. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Short game, but we have fun with it. We have fun with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As Dust Falls, story-driven game. Make decisions. I was a fun time. See, look at me. I'm reminding everybody. See who actually played it. He said he liked it, too. I knew about Dust Falls already. Okay, Dust Falls. Um... I did like Stray, surprisingly. I thought that game was going to be fucking stupid as shit, but that was a fun I don't know why it got nominated for Game of the Year. It wasn't that damn good, but uh, it was a good game. Ooh. I didn't surprisingly. Game Pass got some gas coming up beginning of next year. Yeah, Wulong, uh, Starfield. Wulong, uh, Atomic Heart, Monster Flintlock, Hunter Rise, Flintlock. Persona 4, Persona Wait, 3. Wait, Monster Hunter's like... going to be on Game Pass? 
Yep, Rise is going to be oh, on I might Game actually Pass. play it because I do not want to buy that game. I might that's actually play it. good. Yeah, no, Game Pass going crazy. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 speaks for itself. Get on there, talk some shit. Um, I put high on life and honorable mentions because I haven't beaten the game, but like based off what I played already because I just started it, I really enjoy it. Um, and then uh, Bayonetta 3. I haven't played it, but I mean, I know I'm going to like it. So it's just how much. I don't know if it'll be in the top five, but I wanted to at least bring it up. Uh, did, did y'all even get the chance to play uh, Bayonetta 3? Did y'all get to play that? I still haven't bought it yet. Okay. It's still in the wrapper. It's it's on my desk. I ain't forget, baby. I'm, I'm going to play. Um, but anyways, my top five. Coming in at number five, a game that a lot of people forgot about, Horizon Forbidden West. This game was overshadowed by the release of Elden Ring. I actually remember when uh, Sony was giving out codes like a motherfucker because there was rumors that they were worried about Elden Ring. And I thought to myself, I was like, this is Horizon. Like, I didn't think Elden Ring was going to be that big. This is before I was on the train uh, and I actually played the game. I was like, Horizon going to be fine. And lo and behold, that shit did get killed by Elden Ring. But that didn't change the fact that I still thought it was a good experience. Um, was it mind blowing? No, but this was a good formulaic solid sony exclusive exclusive. a good ubisoft game (laughs) yeah um (laughs) i I think the reason i put this in my top five is because for the most part i did enjoy the story i really enjoyed without spoiling too much the at did y'all play the game yeah and i put it i didn't enjoy the first one came out the the alien the alien at well you need to go back and beat it the alien aspect of it all uh kind of exploring the lore of the world i think they've crafted the world that is very interesting they're just not executing on 100 percent um and then also my problem with the story is i don't feel like aloy as a character evolved enough she's very generic and boring like she's just like all right let's go do it like her character doesn't evolve but i think the supporting cast in this world is very interesting and i thought the combat was fun so that's that's my number five also it's one of the best looking games of the year uh it pushes the ps5 so i enjoyed it that's my number five uh ethos give us your number four uh number four metal hellsinger uh this was the isn't that um, on game pass it might be. This guy is fucking ridiculous. This man is a Eat game. those top game five game pass games. <laughs> Hold on, let me check my list to see if they're all on Game Pass. This is ridiculous. Uh, no, no, no. These are the only two that are on Game Pass. Okay, this go ahead. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pushing. Right. What, what is that game? Um, so uh, Metal Hellsinger is it is a um shooting game it's a rhythm shooting game uh it's basically it plays similar to doom but the whole cool unique aspect of it is that it plays in rhythm with the music so as you shoot people you you play on at rhythm with the song that's playing and it's like a bunch of rock songs with uh even um with like uh different rock artists that actually belong to like uh different bands i'm forgetting the one there's like a really popular one that's in here uh I'm so ashamed. I'm not that into rock, so I apologize me. Oh, okay. Here we go. I, I checked it. So it's got um, it's by a composer duo, uh, Two Feathers, with vocals from metal icons such as um, one of the uh, icons from System of the Down. Um, you know, pretty good there. Lamb of God and also Arch Enemy. Uh, if you know those, then you know. Uh, but overall, I really enjoyed it. It's a short, sweet game that has good replayability. I think it got robbed at the Game Awards. God of War Ragnarok did not deserve best soundtrack of the year. It was this game. This game incorporated music into its actual gameplay, and it actually made it a dynamic part of the actual gameplay experience. It deserved it, not Ragnarok. I hold on that hill. I'll die on that hill. Well, you know politics. Still- Come on, politics. <laughs> well, evil politics be damned. This game actually deserved it. It did something really unique really cool that i thought was really cool and the story was really solid too it had really good voice acting uh engaging story that felt good 
pretty cool boss fights, uh, awesome soundtrack, replayability where you could rerun different things, different trials, go for high scores and stuff like that. Like, it was a really fun game and it, it respected your time. It was only like 8-10 hours just like Callisto. At the time you spent to play, uh, play Callisto and get mad about it, you could have played a great game. Um, so I do recommend if you haven't played Metal Hellsinger, I highly recommend it. I think it's a, a very slept on game that I wish more people played this year. It might be a black sheep in my mind for this year. Um, maybe years later, people will give it its recognition it deserves. But it's a really cool game. I think it's indie developed by a small studio. But uh, yeah, shout out to them. I thought it was a really fun game. I enjoyed it. Okay. okay. JG, give me a number four. Number four is The Quarry for me. Mm. That game, I, I think, I think it definitely helped with the group that we play with because oh my god we had so much fun <laughs> going through that game. even though it was a bitch the only literally the only knock and, and this the first knock and literally the most important knock was that it didn't have actual multiplayer like you had to you had to actually be there to do local uh multiplayer local co-op which was whack i, I don't understand why the they made that choice yeah, it's out the parsec. We had to oh. go through some some third party uh, in order to make that work. But when we did and we got into it, oh my god! Like that story was freaking amazing. Like the choices actually mattered, and that's very important uh, for these type of games. And I, I really enjoyed it. Like some some people died, some people made some really bad choices. I survived those. Shout out to homeless for uh, once again proving the stereotype. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout out to homeless. homeless. I actually uh, forgot this game got came out. I didn't, get a, I didn't get a chance so to play hard. this one. It's yeah, a great no, game. You should stream yeah. it. It's a definitely a good stream. How long is this game? Yeah. Oh, it's what, 12 hours, right? Did you yeah, we, we play like what, two, three sessions? Maybe? Played like, yeah, in every session we played three, for like three yeah. or four hours each. Yeah, yeah, three. And then some people dropped off because obviously they died because they made the wrong choices. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so you know. Sorry, did, they ever add that, did they ever add that? Did they ever add that co op shit? I don't think so. I don't, mm. I don't think so. Mm. So, so yeah, it's, it's going to be, you know, a bit of a struggle That's trying it. to play with other people if they're not, you know, actually in the same house as you in the same space. But uh, for we play, like, I, I wasn't, uh, they came really wasn't on my radar like that. But I know, like, y'all kept talking about, like, you and, uh, you and Chaos Ethos. And I was like, okay, like, I'll, I'll join in because I like those type of games. Because, um, like, the Dark Pictures, um, you know, those those games were pretty cool. So um, so I, I definitely enjoyed, you know, playing this one. The quarry is definitely, I, I feel like it's, it's slept on. But mostly because of, you know, just that point that, people couldn't play with each other you know that that was really the main reason yeah. but in that the story was freaking amazing and uh we still got to play the devil in me like we said we we're gonna play it and, oh that came out yeah that's yeah. the anthology yeah, that's yeah. Anthology. i think he came out with some mixed reviews i think maybe that's why we held oh, off no. we we're like let's do let me check i'll check steam real quick yeah because we definitely yeah. said we were hyped to play devil mm -hmm. in me let me see it's only for about oh yeah it's got mixed reviews Ooh. Line. No bueno. Wait for it to go on sale. It might have the same issue, but yeah, that's my number four. Uh, looks like if there's bugs, that's probably why. Okay. Okay. So for my number four, I'm gonna go with Sifu. Uh, I actually really enjoyed this game. This is the new game from the creators of Absolver. If you haven't seen Sifu, uh, you play a dude who's trying to basically take down uh, a gang that uh, murdered somebody important to you. You got to take down all the different bosses. Um, but the cool mechanic about it is every time you die, you get older. So you start off young and like super fast. And as you get older, you get a little bit stronger, but then also you get slower. You have like less health and you have to beat the whole game without dying. I think the max age is like what, like 76 or something like that. Um, this was a fun game to play, but it was also a fun game to watch. 
uh, because it was so challenging. It had a really deep combat system. It was cool watching your character kind of evolve over time. And then also um, the mods, the mods, the mods, the mods. This game has a strong mod community. You can uh, play as a bunch of different characters, Batman, Daredevil. And there's also mods that actually change the gameplay, like improvements to the camera, uh, new combos. Um, they're actually about to do a combat drop. They're adding uh, a combat uh, content drop. They're about to add um, like a new arenas mode or something like that um short game i think it's only like 10 hours but because it's so difficult uh it feels longer <laughs> but uh the combat is just buttery smooth once you master it and you and you stop trying to play it the way you want to and play it for what it is i thought this game was a lot of fun um also very unique i feel like we don't give enough credit to uh developers when they do something unique the whole aging mechanic i don't think we've seen that before in a game uh so i had a lot of fun with sifu even though it was fucking stressful uh uh yeah did y'all like sifu Yep, absolutely. True, true. Yeah, true. it's on my list. Oh, well, my bad. Me too. Oh, well, yeah. okay, well then uh, let's go ahead and let's get into our number threes. What's number three for you guys? Sifu. <laughs> oh, okay. Also Sifu. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. Well, we got we think it like that. We all like seafood. That means you probably should play it then. And you know what's crazy? I haven't beaten it. <laughs> uh, that's me, crazy. Me neither. I but I have, I have an excuse. I have an excuse for people that watch me stream it. That shit crashed on me on the boss. That the, the one in the snow. It's crashed on me four times in a row during the boss fight. And I quit. I was like, no, I'm not doing this. this Granted, I'm pretty sure they crashed. Yeah. yeah. I, I literally had the game crash on me. It wasn't like I didn't want to complete it or I couldn't complete it. The game would not let me beat the boss. And I got like close to killing the boss and the game crashed and I rage quit. So uh, I will go back and beat it because I think now they've done so many patches to the game. I'm pretty sure that should be fixed now. But from what I played, I got all the way to, I think, the second to last boss. Uh, I enjoyed every second of it. It's like Sekiro. It plays like Sekiro, just with Kung Fu. I think that's uh, really cool. I love the mechanics of it. And uh, story was cool. And I, like you said, I like the age mechanics. So I get, that's why I gave it three. Okay. That's okay. how good it was. Yeah. Number three for me was God of War Ragnarok. I'm surprised I actually had the highest out of everybody. Um... I looked at my list and I just didn't, it wasn't going to number two or one. <laughs> so I was like, and I enjoyed it more than like Horizon Forbidden West. And then like, I don't know, I just couldn't put Sifu above it. Um, the beginning of Ragnarok was absolutely fire. The ending, like the last three hours, absolutely fire. There are some moments in the middle that are good, but then it really starts to drag also in the middle. I just feel like this game would have been so much better if they would have trimmed the fat off of it. I also feel like they didn't do enough in terms of like innovating. I feel like they should have focused a little bit more on the combat. There's a lot of reused animations, but you know we're not ready to have that conversation because uh, it's God of War. We're not. What's wrong with reused animations, TV? No, there's, 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 there's nothing wrong with reused animations. What do you think of the? Yeah, what do you think is wrong with the criticism of of reused animation? Do you think it's even a criticism or is it well, just no, 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 you're just no, no, no. It, goes, it, goes, it goes. I back. think I, no, no, no. To be fair, goes, I think some people mis misunderstand you when you say that. They think that you're trying to say that that's a knock on the game, but you're. you're I know what you're referencing. Yeah, I'm making fun. I'll give you a chance to make it clear. Okay, so to give context, why I'm bringing up reused animations when Horizon Forbidden west was about to launch uh it went viral people were finding that there were animations reused from horizon zero dawn and people were like oh this game's trash because it's reusing animations from the original game and what i'm saying is i find it very interesting that people don't keep that same energy for god of war ragnarok there was damn near hardly anything new about the combat um tons of reused animations but we love it because it's kratos that's why i was like praise sifu because it actually did something original but I, I i'm also still gonna put it at three because i can't uh, i still have to acknowledge the fact that the production value is amazing here uh and it, it, it just feel like it had so much potential 
uh, it's like, man, it's like that 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 one cousin that was D one. Like you were supposed to go to the league, bro. You were supposed to go to the league. But yeah, go to the league. Yeah, yeah. yeah like he just be, ended up becoming I mean, like Jimmer Fredette, you know, just like a college legend. You know, it's like when he's on the court with a bunch of like rookies. It's like, yeah, he can hold his own, do pretty good. But like, yeah. what's it? Like when yeah, I criticize Ragnarok, it's coming from a place of love. It should have been more than what it was, but it has some glaring issues. But you know, I still enjoyed it. The last few hours was fucking fire. So that's my number three. Um, what's your number two, uh, Ethos? Uh, oh, number two is Ready or Not. Granted, this isn't a fully full game. This is early access, but I can say from the time that I played it, had a had a ball so ready or not is a it's basically a spiritual successor to the swat series which is like a tactical game where you play as like um basically the police like a swat unit and you have to basically those like being um, a fed uh you know you know we like shooting unarmed civilians you know how it is I, i will say it does give you a sort of a empathy towards people in that line of duty because i'm not gonna lie to you i shot (laughs) 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 lives matter look all i'm gonna say is all i'm gonna say is you know it's it's one thing to like criticize obviously like you man all right i'm gonna get political just just i'm I'm gonna get i'm gonna get political all right go ahead okay no matter what i feel like when you go into that line of work you need to you're still responsible for your actions and that you still need to be held accountable for your actions and that you still have to you need to be trained for that if it's too stressful that you can't not shoot unarmed civilians you need you should not be working in that line of work that's just as simple as i could put it but in this game i think it does kind of put and i remember seeing me made jokes about this where um granted obviously those stakes are way lower because it's a video game but it really does make you feel that stress factor of like in the heat of the moment where it's just like the game is crazy like civilians will be like putting their hands up they'll be shaking they'll look like they're surrendering they'll fake you out they'll pull a knife out and come at you and try to stab you it helps you, you better like, understand what they go through. yeah how it, stressful it yeah. really is yeah 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 like and it really makes you understand it's like yeah like you literally have like a fraction of a second to like respond to stuff and like you have to play the game like the game does not encourage you to shoot like first it doesn't even it's not like siege like don't imagine it like oh i bust through windows and i just start shooting that is not how you win the game the game encourages you to be, have a lot of um discipline that's the name of the game it's a discipline game where can you execute with your teammates you need to constantly communicate you have to decide how to do it it gives you that siege like teamwork feel in a co-op setting and the co-op is very engaging the ai feel very lifelike um <clears throat> there was a whole meme when the game first came out where if there was an AI with a shotgun, he could he could 1v5 because, like, they gave it a trait where it's basically, like, he had nothing to lose. So he'd just be a crazy guy running around with a shotgun just shooting at you. <laughs> so if you saw some dude rushing at you, everybody would, like, freak out and just be like, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, and, like, kill half of your SWAT team. But overall, I have to say, if you haven't played this but you are a fan of SWAT or you just like that uh, or you want to play a tactical game or you just want to play a co-op game, pick up that game convince three of your friends to play it i promise you you will have the most fun you've had like just laughing and just uh getting scared together it's kind of a horror game too like it's truly one of the most fun co-op games i've played in the last couple of years so i highly recommend it that's two co-op games that's two co-op games i did not expect that pick you know you know they're gonna call you in the comment section look at this guy going against the grain gamer oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry play the game i promise you you'll understand just play with some friends i promise you you'll get it ready or not just reinforces the idea that pc gamers don't have any exclusives am i right but it is an exclusive that was the joke Uh, Ah, (laughs) uh, jg what's your number two (laughs) all right my number two is as dusk falls i'm actually surprised by this yeah Yeah. this was a game that tbh recommended uh, cause it's on Game Pass. Hey, oh. 
<laughs> Shout outs to the game pass. So TBH was playing this. He was like, yo, he's like, I think this is a game you actually like. And I was like, really? It does fall. I sit there and looked at it. I was like, this does not look like something I'll play. But it is um it is a telltale style game. But the difference between this one and like a regular telltale style game is it looks like a graphic novel. Like if you're sitting there looking at it the first time, you're like, oh, this looks like crap. Like because it's it's like photographs as it progresses through the story. But I think that this was probably like one of the most engaging, like telltale, like type of uh games that I've ever played. And this is like better than Life is Strange, like better than Walking Dead. Like this was actually a real within like really, the first like, 30 minutes, you're doing hard ass decisions yeah like they kind of just threw it at you like from from jump like you're in a car and then like they're just like just throwing like some very hard decisions that like really really matter i think like that's one of the most important things are like these choices again like as we were saying in the quarry like really matter and they shape like what's going to go uh go on throughout the rest of the story and like as you go through and you get past the chapters you see you know all the different trees and stuff they can do like they they gave you some really really tough stuff and it's very interesting how they brought like all of the characters together you know and then of course like you know you could do some choices that you know just like in the quarry where some people could you know end up dying and stuff so you really got to think about it but i was not expecting to be as engaged as i was when i played this game and it was a very pleasant surprise again i feel like this was another uh sleeper title that if you didn't hear about it, it did win an award on the game award so so shout out to them uh, but this was definitely something that i feel like was under the radar and Again, if TBH uh, recommended to me, I probably wouldn't even have played it. So, so shout out to him. But it was definitely it. It was up there. Like I think this was one of the most fun games that I played, and one of the most fun games that I streamed this year. Freaking! I didn't even want to play it. I got stuck with the review for G Four, and then when I started playing it, I was like, "Yo, this shit is fucking heat." I was like, "This is fire." That's when I put it in the group chat. I was like, "Yo, you guys should probably like check out this game called Dust Dust Fall." Because I knew when I played it, I knew people were gonna sleep on it uh, just because of the art style. People were gonna dismiss yeah. the game um yeah. but it's one of those games if you give it a shot it's on game pass it's it's fucking fire and everything from the first episode affects everything in like the last episode because i think it was like five or six episodes in the game from what i remember uh, long it like take it's not a long it's not a, yeah it's not a long game either it's like six is hours it like two hours it's like telltale games like two no, hours it's not long. no it's it's more like i think five six yeah Per episode? No, no, the no, whole not game. Per episode. Oh, yeah, okay. Whole game. okay. Yeah, it's yeah, not. Okay. It's not. A, it's cool. not a long experience. You could probably beat it in one sitting yeah. if you really wanted to. I download yeah. it on my Xbox. I just didn't have time to play it. But yeah, I'll um, I'll play it next year. I'll definitely get around to it. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so it's. I swear, like we're probably gonna get accused of being Xbox fanboys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so my number two game, we're going with Plague's Tale Requiem, the Church of Plague's Another Tale. Game Pass game. It's oh on the game, and it's on the Game Pass, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So here's how I got even got into Plague's Tale, freaking. When, when I was working at G4, I was just bored sitting at my desk waiting to shoot another video. I had like a two hour layover and then I was on the game pass just downloading shit. I was like, let me check out this Plague's Tale game. Played it. It was only six hours. I was like, oh, this game's pretty good. It's like, it's not bad. Then Requiem came out. I was like, all right, well, let me, let me. I, I would define Plague's Tale Innocent, the original game, is what you would, def you know, you know, like kind of that um, negative term. Oh, it, it should, it's a game pass game. Like, you know, like a, a B tier type of game. A B I, I would say Plague's Tale Innocent is. It's good. You could see where they were going, but it's not quite there. I don't know what the fuck happened at that studio, but they blew the fucking roof off, bro. Like, this is like Empire Strikes Back. Like, this is this like game. Like Mass Effect 1 to Mass Effect 2. Yeah, like it's like, I'm like, is this the out. same studio? They took this shit mm -hmm. to another fucking level, bro. They went from like this linear kind of stealth game to now it's 
like semi open world the the characters have a lot of great development it's dark it's gritty you see the development of hugo and like his ability to control the rats inside of the plague the stealth combat gets even better one thing that was really cool about this game is literally every chapter like every level they introduce a new gameplay mechanic so like it felt fresh the entire time they're constantly throwing new enemies at you and people rag on me saying that like oh you like your trash at puzzles that's why you don't like puzzle games no i don't like games with puzzles in them like with ragnarok because like i remember in ragnarok right you got y'all y'all beat it right y'all beat it yeah we all beat so this, when you yeah. when you when you fight the big ass wolf right how yeah. does the how does the game reward you? You, you you're stressed out you're fighting that big ass wolf you're fighting finner or whatever the fuck it is yeah. instead of just letting me walk through the door i'm like stressed out i'm tired from fighting the boss fight there's a puzzle to get through the fucking door yeah, I'm to like, open the thing yeah, yeah that shit made me so mad i'm like that's the shit i'm talking about that's what i hate when games. why is this here yeah why is this here just let me go through the fucking door this game plague's tale requiem it is a puzzle driven game there's a lot but every puzzle was unique and it's contextual to everything that's going on in the story um and because of everyone was unique uh, i i was never bored like i actually felt like mentally stimulated and it was it was very fun to play i cannot stress enough i would actually go i would say yo if Elden Ring did not come out this year, this would be my game of the year. This game was a pleasant surprise. Please play Plague's Tale Requiem if you have the game pass. Uh, you know, it's kind of crazy that like Xbox, quote unquote, had no games this year. But actually, like when you look at the top five, a majority of our stuff came from the game pass, mm. which is wild. Yeah, you know, it's funny when I was streaming High, on Life, High on Life, another game pass game. Oh, another game pass game. Yeah. I was streaming it and like we were talking about the value of it. And somebody in the chat was like, I don't see the value of it. And then somebody kind of reinforced what he said. And he was like, yeah, he's like, Game Pass is cool, but he's like, outside of X, Y, and Z, he listed like six or seven games that he beat this you year. You just paid for it. Yeah, and yeah, that's what I said to him. It. I said, whoa. You, I, one, you, of, you, one of them was Plague's Tale, by the way. I yeah. said, whoa, you just listed like seven games, dude. I was like, listen, yeah. guys, just to kind of put it in perspective for you, if you got three good games out of the game, because the Game Pass is $120 a year if you pay for the whole year. If you got yeah. three good games out of it, you made you your money back. Yeah, and you just listed like seven. So sit there and be like, yo, this shit is not that great. Like, do you? And then he was like, yo, he's like, I didn't even think of it that way. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it just goes to show you how spoiled we have become in terms of absorbing content. And I don't mean just gaming. I'm talking about gaming, music, TV shows like streaming. So much content is thrown at us nowadays. TikTok with the For You page. Like we just absorb it. We become unappreciative of what's actually in front of us. It's like, bro. He's like, and he changed his tune. He's like, yeah, he's like, now that I think about it, he's like, you're right. You're right. So Plague's Tale Requiem. Play the fucking game. If there's one Game Pass game, and a lot of people are asking me, do you need to play the first one to, to get the second one? Yeah, it does take place like right after the, the, the first one, but if you don't... The first one's only six hours. It's not a long game, but if you don't want to play it, just watch a summary on YouTube uh, and skip to the second one. Uh, fire Stealth Game. Fire Stealth Game. I'm waiting for y'all to play it. I gotta beat it, but I, I started it. Um, yeah, that's my number two, though. Ethos, give us your game of the year. Bro, we know what it is. Look, we all know what we're all gonna say. You want to know the three? All right, here we go. One, one two, two, three. three. Diablo Immortal. <laughs> Diablo Immortal. <laughs> you didn't like paying a hundred thousand dollars to beat the game? You didn't like that? What the fuck, man? Hey, JG. Um, we're gonna have to leave GI. Uh, I think I'm, I've had enough of this organization. I don't stand for its belief in its mission anymore. Uh, his face, bro. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just wow. That's all right. 
We all well, agree. Uh, could be in dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Elden Ring is game of the year. That's a good TikTok clip. That's a good TikTok clip. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? Uh, editors, get that, get that, get that. Get uh, that, get that, clip that. Uh, so Ethos, let's, we might as well just break down individually. So Ethos, why is Elden Ring game of the year for you? Bro, why is it not? Now, how about that? Why is it not? Um, just everything. Uh, I would say that this is the first From Software game where I feel like story-wise, it's way more... Um, it's way more, um, I guess, sensical. Like, I was able to fully, like, I didn't have to, like, I didn't have to read through a bunch of lore descriptions. I didn't have to read books or read, you know, items or understand follow. what's going on. Yeah, it was way easier to follow. Like, I was able to, like, from A to B, I could tell you pretty much, like, what was the whole point of the, of the game, like, what we were trying to do. I had a motivation. I knew what I was there to do. Like, yo, I'm a tarnish. Got brought back from the dead. I want to become Elden Lord. All these demigods got, are getting assassinated and stuff like that and getting killed. They're all fighting over this. Uh, my job is to go in there and I just want to become the goat. That's all it is. And I got an uphill battle and obstacles I got to do. Like, every other Dark Souls type game and everything else but um things i loved about it again this is kind of the same thing of that uh criticism about forespoken off rip you can tell the art direction was phenomenal just the world was something unique like it still had that fantasy base but whether it's like because of uh george r, r. martin contributing to it or just them just being on the top of their game just the just this type of world that was developed with its foundation its lore its world building uh its environmental storytelling it was really good it was like oh man it was like playing one of the best open world games it was like playing Witcher 3's open world with like Dark Souls dungeon design all thrown into one. And the best part I loved about it was like exploration. Like I'm not a crazy person when it comes to like exploring every nook and cranny on something, but this game made me want to do that because this game from a design standpoint was, oh my God, from a level design st standpoint was so immaculate that I felt like every inch of this map that i went somewhere i found something it was never like you know when you play some open world games you go off into an area and you go so far that now like there's like what why am i here it's like pointless like every place i found a cave i found a cavern i found a dungeon i found something and then by the end and, and it rewards your time that's the best way i can describe it it rewards your time if you go off the beaten trail and you discover some dungeon and you go through that dungeon you're leaving there with something whether it's a new item a new weapon a new ability like some more um you know points that you can more uh, what is it uh uh what what was it called? Uh, my uh, what's the name of the currency in the game? Uh, you talking about the runes? Yeah, my runes. My runes. Yeah, <laughs> my runes. Like all, everything in this game was rewarding you. It was like the carrot, and it was like you were constantly like being shown a carrot. And the best part was was that it uh oh my god oh it was so refreshing to play a game that treated me like a person that had a brain. I'm not to shit on Ragnarok, but my God, was it just refreshing to play a game? It feels like so many games in the past decade have been these games that come out and it handholds you every step of the way. It thinks you're stupid and you can't understand puzzles, that you can't understand this, and that it has to tell you how to do everything. Oh, you got to go do this. Oh, you got to go do this mission. Oh, um, here's this uh, radar system to tell you where to go. Oh, here's this checkpoint. Oh, open the map and, and spam this. I love that. It was the first game in years that we actually had mystery that like no one when the day game dropped like you said it felt like a kid again where everybody was trying to like trade information with each other i love the map design i love how the game didn't just like ubisoft you and spam a bunch of dots on this map to tell you you got to go here and here and i love that i found stuff on my own that's why i felt so much more rewarding and it was so cool how you'd mark stuff on your map yourself it felt like real life it felt like you're on a scavenger hunt oh, i'm gonna check over here i'm gonna check over here um granted i get that that like for some people that lack of of like guidance kind of is scary and a little bit turns off some people because so many people are used to being handholed by design but this game like i loved it i loved every second of it i think this was like a game that's gonna stick in the back of my head for years to come um 
it was just inspiring. The whole game experience was inspiring. And I, I truly don't think like last time I felt like this was like Witcher 3. And I, I don't think we're ever going to see a game like this maybe for um, maybe the next decade. I, I don't know. This is like a one in a decade type game that I think came out. And I'm happy that uh, I got to experience it. 10 out of 10. Not 10 out. Well, yeah, 10 out of 10. Masterpiece. Not perfect, but I would say it's Closest a thing to it. Yep. Okay. I give it a masterpiece. That's Wow, I mean, Ethos said a lot. You can tell he's very it's passionate. So good. About it's so good. Uh, one of the one of the things I liked about the game, just to uh, just add on what Ethos was saying, like you can literally like just do whatever freaking build that you want. Like, like I I crack rocks, and everybody makes fun of me, but I was a mage and I stuck to it, and I found one of the most powerful abilities that there were, and I stuck to it because it worked. Like you could do whatever the heck you want. Like TBH, I'm sure you can attest to you know what you ended up doing for your series and what character that you end up making. But you can literally do whatever. Like there's no there's no right or wrong way to play the game as long as you are exploring, as long as you are progressing through the game like it doesn't matter and i think that's what was the most refreshing out of everything like obviously yeah there were metas throughout the game and and you know uh through patches things got buffed and things got nerved out that eye but you know there's still like just whatever whatever freaking build that you want like you could just do it like you can go whatever you want like a dude said in my chat the other day um that he ended up getting to uh to Morgan like after he was like almost 200 levels i'm like how do you even do that like but then again you think about it and it's like he was probably just exploring almost every single part of the map before he, you know, actually went on what is supposed to be like the correct path in order to progress through the story and beat all the demigods so that you can be Elden Lord. But like, it's it, again, it's just stuff like that. Like this was one of the most hyped games, but just due to word of mouth um this year and it's just crazy like how this game blew up there were so many people that would never play in uh, a dark souls game like i was one of those people at one point i would never play a dark souls game because i'm like why the hell are y'all playing this but i fully understood after playing like second row was one step but i think the elden ring was really like the thing that like just opened my my eyes like fully as to Your third like, eye why people, yeah yeah my third <laughs> eye like as to why people like these type of games like this game was really fun and i didn't think that I didn't even think that a Dark Souls game could really do good in an open world setting. And I think that, again, like what you mentioned, it was like it wasn't hand holding. You were telling you, hey, you got to go here. You got to go here. You got to go here, like leading you in a proper direction. I think that's what, again, made this game even better than, you know, what it could have been if it was like, uh, again, uh, you know, uh, sorry to keep bragging on it, but like a Ubisoft game where it just has all these dots across the map and told you where to go, um, you know, just to, uh, to get the next mission or whatever. Like they're they're technically are no missions it's just you got to just beat the beat the guys and become the elder lord like that's it that's that's the objective and um and like to just the world is just so freaking amazing like like every every little part like the like these aren't biomes but like every little part just looks so freaking unique and it's just literally every corner that you turn like there's a boss um you know whether it's a, a main boss or a, or, or a side boss but like all of them are challenging in their own ways and it's just it's it was so freaking fun like i spent so much time on this so much time on a game that i played it so much that my game was freaking blue screening after i was done like my computer was blue screening like it, it got it got that bad but i still wanted to play it like it was it was that addicting so like it just i love it like i said the only knock that i can say on it is um it's the servers because that's just the thing like the servers are, are are pretty bad but other than that man this game is like damn near flawless people are people who didn't understand who didn't play elden ring how could elden ring win game of the year over ragnarok I agree. 
God of War Ragnarok has a higher production value. But the name of the show is The Game of Wards. And sometimes something is so good. It's so fucking good at what it does. It masks all its weaknesses. Because uh, I don't even want... I knew... I knew... I know you saw you saw at the same time. I, I, you said what? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. What? Let me find out okay. if he's streaming. So me and JG, nah, me and JG knows right we had Steve open and it literally pees to see his start playing secure. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I, yo, hey, I thought I did. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> I was so confused. I'm like, yo, did they play a joke before? I'm like, what the fuck? I was genuinely confused. It was just the timing. Me and JG both like like knew at the same time. I was like, there's no I don't got Steam open. <laughs> yeah. That's how our eyes lit up. Yeah. Ladies like, and gentlemen, oh. we got him. Siggy is on secure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes something is so good at what it does, it masks all its weaknesses. Because I don't one hundred percent agree with Ethos as the story. Like it was, it, it. I agree, it's easier to digest compared to other Soulsborne games. But I still can't really tell you one hundred percent what the fuck was going on in Elden Ring. But the game was so the game because I can't stress enough. I am a gameplay first person. The gameplay was so fucking fire. I did not care. I just wanted to overcome the challenge. Um, another aspect of gaming. The level design in fucking Elden Ring was magnificent. I One of my biggest problems with a lot of these open world games is I don't want to explore them. They're not interesting. It's fucking boring. I just want to get to the mission. But I wanted to explore every nook and cranny of Elden Ring because every piece of the map looked completely different. There was beautiful bro when you remember that area where you had to cross across um you had like the rocks coming at you it was like that snowy mountain area and you had to cross across that narrow path uh while you're like getting you're shoot you bro that <laughs> level design is fucking amazing bro i was like yo this shit is lit i, I feel like a nigga's on an adventure bro this shit is fucking lit bro when you first enter ohio aka Khalid, ohio yeah Reed. the devil like game the, trauma game the trauma. level design yeah, was insane. fucking top tier in this game the I underground area yeah. that no one knew there's a whole other place that would look beautiful on the entire you're getting attacked by spikes rushing you down and shit the level yeah. design was just magnificent in this game bro like ito said this was the first game that i played in a while where like i felt like a kid again because you couldn't you couldn't know everything you had to exchange notes with everybody it felt like pokemon red and blue version with masingo like you're hearing all the oh there's this over here there's that over there and then also it was fun to watch i can't stress that enough so i had fun, fun watch. watching other people and it wasn't because like well some of it was because watching people struggle but it was because <laughs> it was cool to look at other people's builds like I, and I where they I, were and yeah, like they're doing different yeah. things yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. I, I think i said in the last podcast like for all the glue eaters out there that didn't play the game imagine an nba 2k where nobody's build is like yours in the city that is it i finished the game with the default pebble spell People in the chat were like, yo, I didn't know you could fucking do that. So many people were telling me when I was fighting Millennia and when I was fighting, what's the final boss's name? Um, uh, the, 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 Ragan or whatever. The, the electric dude. The electric dude. Yeah, the, oh, the dragon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Radon. Well, I was yeah, fighting yeah. Radon. So many people in the chat, bro, you need to put on a. Or not Radon. Uh, Ragav Ragadon. Ragad Ragavan? Ragav I'm thinking of magic. I'm sorry. Whatever. Remember. You know what I'm talking about. Radon the, the, the is the other boss. dude. Yeah, yeah. The final yeah. boss. So many people are in the chat. You need to change your spell. You got the D spell. You're not going to work. I fucking make it. That's why they call me the pebble of the fucking ease, bro. So it was fun to watch everybody because everybody had different builds. Like, oh, I didn't know you could fucking do that in the game. It shows you the level of layers versus something like Ragnarok where, like, it's a very lit. Everybody's fighting the same exact way. It, it, it was fun. I don't know. Uh, one of the Especially best games when? that I played in a long time. Uh... 
don't know. I, I got a similar feeling playing Bayonetta 2 when that came out, like, in 2014. Like, this is, like, a top tier. I'd put Elden Ring. I, I'm willing to... I'd, I'd put Elden Ring, like, in the Mount Rushmore I think it's in my games. top 10. Yeah, I think it's in my top 10. I don't know if I, I put it in my sure. top 10, but, like, easily top... I think it's my top I, 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 I got to look at my history of games, but easily top 100, like... Because I remember, it's I remember we were... We did a stream. I think it was, like, me, Anon, Siggy. We did a stream. It was, like, uh, a tier list thingy. Not a tier list, but it was, like, a uh, challenge... You know, the uh, bracket, tournament bracket. Mm. And it was, like, all these, like, top tier games, something like that. And I think when we got down to it, I think, like, it, it was... It made it to, like... It made it past the top ten. Like, it was in our top five. Like, we were actually, honestly, like, just hitting there, like... Like, like we had, like, everything from Zelda... And everything like we were like, dang, this is yeah, like it was it was I got that same feeling when I played that, Ocarina of yeah. Time that first time, yeah, like playing Elden Ring. Like I felt I was like, man, this is the feeling I miss playing games. Because like there's so many like Horizon Forbidden West, great, solid, high production value game, but like I did feel like I was going through the motions. It's like I've done this before a million times. And for people yeah. who haven't played games like that, it's like mind blowing to them. But when you have like 30 years of experience playing games, it's like, bro, where's the new shit at? I do, I do question, and I do believe that like it's probably different for people who are like experts of Souls. Like I'm guessing, like if you were a fan of Dark Souls from the very beginning and you play this game, I have a feeling that it might have felt a little bit more formulaic to them because obviously they this is the game they played. And like even to the criticism they said about God of War, right? It was that like Elden Ring reuses animations from Dark Souls, like. That's the same excuse you, you know, people didn't slander. Well, I mean, some people criticized it for that and said it reuses some stuff from the older games. Obviously, but the thing is, is that people understood that. I feel like kind of what you were talking about, the innovation factor. I think people understood that, like, you can't you can't have your eggs in all the baskets, right? Like, you have to you have to pick where you fight your somewhere. battles. Yeah, when you design a game of this level, this scale, there's certain things that you have to prioritize. And they were like, we have literally a decade of, like, decade and a half of experience making these type of games and we're going to do some we're going to scale it out and that was that innovation right just the scale is the innovation that's why i feel like that's the thing you're talking about with god of war right the scale doesn't you know what i mean like the the scale of ragnarok from god of war 18 doesn't feel like that big compared to like playing dark souls and then going to Elden ring and be like oh my god like how did they do this i i, I was curious too because i was going to ask um when do you feel like when you were playing Elden ring how far did you get into it? Like, what moment did you, when you were playing, where you were like, yeah, this is game of the year? Like, did it take till you beat it? Or was there like a point, like, throughout the time, like maybe a halfway point where you did something, you were just like, yeah, this is, I don't think anything this year is going to touch this at this point? Um, I think by the time I got to Khalid or like the second boss fight, I was like, yeah, this is, this is definitely a contender for like game of the year. I think that, what, what about y'all? What about mm. you? Because I didn't even think about this. Yeah. Mm. Like, when, when did it, like, when you started the back of your head, you were just like, I don't think I'm gonna play anything this good for a long time. Like, when did that start to enter your your thought? I, th I think it was once I finally got. I think when I finally got to Godric. I think when Godric. I got to Godric, I was like, all right, like I know I'm like towards the end. Like I'm going to keep pushing, and I don't think that anything is going to top. I did. I just think just from the time played, just all together, and and me going through my my. Yeah, struggles, it's really the whole experience. Yeah. Yeah, like to the point where really like. Was, I kind of got sad towards the end. I was like, You're oh, like man. damn. Yeah, like, I don't really want this to end. Like, yeah. I know I'm not going to yeah. get like another game like this in a while. Yeah, it's like, crazy though because literally right after that, like, I just started exploring everything else, and I was like, "Fuck yeah. it, I'm going to do a new game plus." Like, I mm. I don't ever do a new game plus on anything, and I literally just did a new game plus and then just ran through it again and got back to the same point. I'm like, wow, like I'm really freaking liking this game. 
Yeah, like I don't think I explored 100% of it, but like I can imagine for people, like even like I think Siggy and Homeless, like because they were playing alongside me, um, when they did it, they like 100% did. I'm talking about they they grabbed every ornament, da da da. Like Siggy was a was a crackhead at this game. He just I'm gonna touch every single aspect of this game, and then he he was like, damn, like he got he kind of was like you know drained out of that, but he was just like, dang, like I just went through the whole thing, and now it's like ah, I I I. I I don't feel like you gaming it right now, but it's like, that was so good. I just, I want more, but I can't get more right now. He couldn't find, that's why he wanted, wanted to go back and play all the other older Souls games. But um, for me, I feel like uh, maybe because I, I did play Dark Souls 3 and I did play Sekiro, uh, but you played Sekiro too, JG. Um, I think it was, I'll be honest with you, I think it was Radon. I think that first time where I saw Radon and you had to run at him up the hill and it felt like an actual, like like some like attack on Titan, like battle. Cause like you had this dude shooting at you from long range with arrows. You're dodging arrows. You have your soldiers also pushing up with you. It's like some World War II Normandy type shit. Oh, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then I remember like I think the moment I was like this this is going to be something crazy was when he meteors you. He jumps in the sky and you're like where'd he go? And then he comes down and slams you. And when he killed me the first time doing that, at that point like I was obviously like I died, so I was upset. But I was like oh my god, I didn't expect that. I was like oh yeah, this is. I don't think I, I don't think anything this year is going to touch. I think that was the moment. And that shit was, was a like, side mission. Like, yeah. Yeah, and that was you didn't have to do right, it. That was the crazy part. Yeah. Somebody told me that was a side mission. I was busting my ass trying to beat a boss that wasn't even needed to beat the game. I was like, Jesus, that's how you knew. I was like, yeah, this shit's insane. Good game. Millennia's a side boss too, but no, that's the mm. real boss. Yeah, it's like I like I remember when we were playing the game and like the chat would always be like, Oh, wait till you get to this boss. Oh, I can't. Yeah, ooh, wait, wait I, that, yeah. that never yeah. happened while I was streaming Ragnarok. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> it's like it's like people were just as excited to see you play the game. So like I think it is the definitive uh game of the year. I, I, I actually you know, another moment I realized, like, I really like the game, too. I was like, man, I, I hope they drop some story DLC, like, with some more bosses. Like, <laughs> start scratching. Real, start scratching. Yeah, because, like, I, I, y'all know I hate DLC, but I was like, I'd, I'd buy DLC for this game. I want to support yeah, this no. game. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think one one other side note here is uh, I, I would love to know if anybody has the time. If anybody has the time who's listening to this podcast or watching this podcast, I want you all to go back and see how many times we talked about Elden Ring on these episodes. I want to see for 2022. Remember, was a number. Remember, remember, I was trying to yeah. keep a count. I don't know how many times, but I swear we it was a run where we talked about Elden Ring in some form or fashion in, in an episode. Like with it, we weren't even talking about it. like it wasn't even a topic, and somehow we brought it back to Elden Ring. So if somebody could find it out. Like if there if there's somebody dedicated, like find out how many episodes that we talked about Elden Ring in 2022. But obviously, we freaking love that game, so there should be no surprise to anybody that was you know unanimously our game of the year and ladies and gentlemen there you have it our top five games of 2022 if you're watching the video version let us know in the comment section what are your top five games of 2022 now before we move on to the next topic uh i wrote down some things in my personal notes i keep a separate thing so you guys can't see it uh thank you like genuine reactions and i also wanted to hear what you guys had to say see if you can come up with some stuff off the top of your head like some of your what, what i'm gonna share some of my favorite storylines from 2022 in the gaming community uh and if you guys have oh. any feel free to share them oh. uh, I, I thought we could take some time to reminisce about some things that oh. happened this year so uh best storylines of 2022 and i have a whole bunch so hang in there number one nomad killed rumbleverse you guys remember rumbleverse Oh my god. I guys, knew this was gonna go. I yeah. knew it. I yeah, knew we're it. gonna go there. No, jokes aside, you guys uh, remember Rumbleverse? No, you don't, because it's dead. Anyways, uh wrestling game. I'm gonna be on this game all the fucking time. Yeah, all right. Um best game, uh best named game goes to Still Rising. It was a knockoff of uh 
the Soulsborne game. Still Rising is a great name because it sounds like a, a hard dick. Um, worst named game of 2022 goes to Babylon's Fall. Actually, that could be the best too because it, it literally because it literally <laughs> 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 Oh shit, the jokes are themselves, bro. I'm fucking fucking my glasses up, bro. Um, <laughs> biggest biggest disappointment of 2022 goes to Nintendo Switch Sports. We all loved Wii Sports, but I feel like that game kind of came and went. That game was kind of underwhelming. It came out? Yeah, it came out this year. It was very yeah. underwhelming. It didn't it was missing a lot of games that were really in the original sports, so it kind of just came and went. I thought it was a disappointment. Uh, I thought you were um, going to say Gotham Knights, but okay. We're, we're going to get there. Um, second biggest disappointment goes to Mario Strikers Battle League. Uh, what's the name? I love Mario Strikers, but that game lacked content. That game kind of came and went, unfortunately. I don't know why Nintendo keeps doing this shit to their franchises. The Switch is on trial. Um, biggest cash grab goes to Diablo Immortal. Um, you know why? $100,000 to even max out your character. Second biggest cash grab of the year goes to Overwatch 2. That's basically Overwatch 1, but then they turned it into a free-to-play model and added, like, three extra characters. Now you don't get all the characters. You got to buy each one. Fuck that game. And also, it just didn't innovate. It's the same fucking game, bro. Uh, to the point where, like, <laughs> it, well, remember when the beta came out? It didn't even say Overwatch 2. It said Overwatch. They The, the code is literally the same thing, bro. Um, third biggest cash grab of the year. People, I feel like people forgot about this one. The Last of Us Part 1 on PS5. Uh, they brought it back. Oh my <laughs> lord! You guys ready to play that shit again? Um, quickest forgotten game. I'm gonna give that to Gundam Evolution. Uh, you guys hyped the hell out of this in the group chat. That game came and went. I'm not saying it's a bad game, but it kind of got to the left to the way, wayside. Um, second for most forgotten game goes to Dragon Ball Breakers because that game looks like it fucking sucks. It's Dragon Ball. How did that flop? I played it. <laughs> I reviewed think? it. What did you think of it? Uh... It was Dead by Daylight. Like, if you're a fan of those type of games, you might like it and you like Dragon Ball Z. But if you're not, that's the TLDR. But if you're not a fan of that game, I don't think you really like it unless you're a huge Dragon Ball Z nerd. But, yeah. Mm. Uh, the biggest surprise of 2022 probably goes to Marvel Snap. Our own Chaos is a fucking crackhead. Uh, what do you feel about it? You're a big card fan, Ethos. Marvel Snap. Uh, it's cool for elementary kids. Mm, you hear that oh, chaos? Wow. He said, "You mm. love low IQ uh, card games. Play Yu-Gi-Oh." He's dodging me. He's do no, not Yu-Gi-Oh. That's garbage. <laughs> I will fuck you too. Yu-Gi-Oh is garbage. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yu -Oh a terrible card. I say this now. Say this again. Yu-Gi-Oh is only good for people that only play Yu-Gi-Oh. If you play any other card game, you realize how bad that card game is. Whatever, bro. I love Yu-Gi-Oh, bro. Uh, you, you said what? You play Master Duel? Uh, didn't we play each other at one point? The mobile game, no, right? No, we never played each other. We, no, I did, I did play that. I, yeah, we just never got around to playing each other. I don't yeah, play it now, so you'd beat me. I don't play that shit now. I don't yeah, play that I, shit either. I, I, I did play it at one point. Um, it was a good game, good mobile game. Mobile games are on the rise. Um, biggest L of the year goes to the Sonic community with the Sonic Frontiers Sonic Sweep. You guys botted your views, uh, your votes, and you still lost. Um the second biggest L of 2022 also goes to the Sonic community. A lot of people forgot about this one. Sonic Origins. You guys remember that game? Came out this year. It was a collection of the first three Sonic games. It fucking sucked. It was buggy. How do you release? How do you re-release like a 20, 30-year-old game and it doesn't fucking work? The Sonic community hated. So you guys bought your votes. Your games fucking... Both your games suck. Um, you guys are delusional. Just all around L for the Sonic community. Um, although, wait, did the movie come out this year? The movie came out this year, right? Sonic 2? I think that came out this year, right? Or was that last year? Yeah. Yeah. I the think movie was, like was cool. The movie was cool. 
Yeah, I'll, so give, you, I'll give you guys the movie. Yeah, but you guys are still annoying. Um, biggest uninstall of the year goes to Saints Row. Completely disappointing. Don't know what the fuck happened with that game. Um, and then another big forgotten game. You guys remember Rainbow Six Extraction? Uh, yes. <laughs> came out this year? Yeah, it came out this year. I did my research. I came prepared. Game fucking sucks. Oh. They read hey, thanks, <laughs> thanks for the free pizza, Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah free pizza. Now, with my storylines out of the way for 2022, did you guys have any that you thought of while I was listing mine off? Oh, Lord. Uh, for this year? Mm-hmm. Man. Um, the reusing animation shit where people were going on Horizon was so unnecessary. It was so OD. That needed to stop. Um, trying to think what else there was. Uh, the redemption of Cyberpunk. I think that's a good notable as a very a positive that got happened. Got an anime too. The anime came out and was really good. It was well received. It got a lot of people back onto trying the game or giving the game a shot after they swore they wouldn't play it after it came out. Um, Cyberpunk's kind of had a redemption. CD Projekt basically has had a kind of a redemption story. Um, uh, now with Cyberpunk and they announced the new DLC, so that's a positive, I guess, for this year. Um, what else happened? Anything else happened? I'm thinking nothing. Uh, Xbox didn't drop any games. <laughs> Xbox, didn't, <laughs> Xbox didn't have any games this year. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. They they chopped they completely dropped the ball on that. Um, Starfield got announced. That that was they finally showed us what Starfield looked like. Um, Mm-mm-mm. what about you, Jay? Nintendo, yeah. Nintendoed. Oh my God, Pokemon Scarlet! Holy shit! What a dumpster fire! Scarlet and Violet was a buggy mess. The oh my god, that was a cyberpunk. The emulator. That was a, that was a literal cyber cyberpunk. It was terrible bro, from a technical standpoint, but they said they liked it, so I, I guess I believe them on that. Overall, it seems like 2022 was a very interesting year. Um, the uh, the Steam Deck. Oh, oh yeah, that was a big story. Steam yeah. Deck. Yeah, that was Steam big deck. dub. You got one. He doesn't act like it. Yeah, you, I got two. Excuse you. Okay. People, yeah, people who own Steam, <laughs> Steam, people, Steam Deck owners are like Blasian girls. Like you know, like Blasian women always got to remind you they're Blasian. People with Steam Deck yeah. always got to remind yeah. you they got one. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Yeah, you got that. You got that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Did you, you know you got like it? An Asian, that's like, a like, like we get it. You're that's cute. A dub. Yeah. That's we a get dub. It. You're that's cute. We're <laughs> <laughs> little pictures, like like our boba tea, but it's our Steam Deck. That's what I'm doing. The niggas is always on my Twitter timeline. Yeah. With the picture. No, we be taking snapshots. I'd be like Jeffrey Dahmer with my Steam Deck. They spend more time showing off they did. Steam Deck and playing it. I don't want to hear that. You're like, shit. hey, I just, what do you want? I, I just want to take some pictures. <laughs> just take pictures nah. of my Steam Deck. Yeah, yeah relax. We're just gonna take some pictures. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to take some pictures. <laughs> um, so I yeah. love that. Um, I love that thing. Uh, you know that, that before saying, we wrap up 2022, okay. I just, I just, I just had a thought. Um, I just realized two of your top five games, JG, were story driven games with the quarry and as dust falls. More evidence mm-hmm. that you don't actually play games. You just like point and click adventures. Do you have any uh, any answers for that? Uh, that's not Own true. That I Own I like shit. I like story games though. I bet you. Don't like you. You're probably just you're probably just brain dead. Just going through your action adventure games and not even paying attention to anything. That's why you don't read. 
How do you say I don't read when I made the show notes? What are you talking about? I read it. <laughs> That's the one thing you can do. Y'all don't know. The notes, like, there's no cohesion at all. It just looks like somebody just slammed the keyboard a couple times and put a bunch of links in here. <laughs> you can't a straight face with that shit. <laughs> all right, let's move on to 2023. All right, so let's talk about most anticipated games or games we're looking forward to. I, I gave you guys a list, an article with all the games coming out. Um, anything stand out to you in 2023? Do you want to go by month or you just want to list whatever you, you're interested in? I could just list everything. I just made a list. Go for it. All right. It's just even a freaking surprise. Like a Dragon Isha in February. Oh coming God. out the gate. Coming yes, out the gate. Come on, bro. Isn't that a Game Pass it. game? I don't, I don't think it probably will be. One, one, one of them was. One of them was. I don't think it is day uh, one. The last I mean, one. Dro- like a Dragon. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if it'll be day one, but it'll definitely be on there eventually if it's not day one. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Come on. That's 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 a no-brainer. Suicide Squad. Hopefully. Oh, my God. It, Gotham Knights. Please don't. Please don't, you know, end up being a, a stain on Suicide Squad. I hope that this game is freaking lit. Uh, hopefully because we don't have an, uh, an official day yet but wolf among us too if that comes out this oh, year oh please god tbh yeah, yeah. need to stream that game i'm telling you bro yeah, if it gets a release if it gets a release date i will stream the wolf among us nope. no you should stream it even without the release date it's such a yeah, good you should. Stream game you should um atomic heart because that's also february game game pass. uh force Spoken, because that's gonna be the first uh first major game out the gate uh next month january woe long uh wanted dead which also comes out in february it comes out valentine's day like february is about to be free that game looks a little janky to me i'm surprised it's on your list it looks like it could be good but i'm like i'm a little on the fence about that one i'm I'm on the fence about it too but it reminds me it reminds me of like a a like quirky like because it definitely gives me uh yakuza vibes but more like because it's made by some of the people that made uh ninja gaiden too so it's like they kind of put those together so we'll see i did see some gameplay and like i said it's it's uh but it kind of also reminds me of like um like the Metal Gear, uh, your solid game, uh, Raiden, uh, a little bit. So it kind of gave me like all three of those put together. Um, Crime Boss, I'm slightly interested in that. Once we saw the reveal during the Game Awards, uh, Spider Man Two, and they even released it for Spider Man Two. No, no, uh, no release date. We're supposed to. And so if it does come out, because, because again, that's I have I have a couple of ifs. So um, everybody's saying it's 2023, but we'll see. And of course, Hogwarts. That's also coming out February. Mm, what about you ethos well jg was talking i literally went through this list really fast and just slammed a bunch of uh things i think that's everything yeah okay uh going real fast fire emblem engage dead space remake hogwarts legacy wanted dead jedi survivor suicide squad atomic heart company of heroes 3 woe long mega man battle network connection uh, collection zelda tears of the kingdom final fantasy 16 diablo 4 alan wake 2 spider-man 2 arc raiders armor core 6 and Baldur's gate 3 those are what i'm looking forward to there you go i don't want to hear nobody say any no games to play bro um that's one two three four five six seven nine, ten, nine, uh let's see first spoken i'm definitely interested in um i'm interested in wild hearts i want to see how that turns out um don't forget playstation vr 2 comes out that's not a game but it's coming uh jedi survivor of course that's a day one wulong of course um do y'all care about the resident evil 4 remake i'm gonna play it i i love the second one no. i never got to play resident evil 2 so me playing the remake was awesome i really enjoyed it i that's a back burner game for me i, I played for no capcom bro 
forever. Right. Until, they bring, until they bring they Oni Mushu. They've been dropping heat. No, until they bring on Oni Mushu. Hey, gee, let that shit go. Let that old boomer. Let it go. Stop making Resident Evil games. Stop making the remake. Bro, Resident Evil is more popular. It's more popular. I don't care. Come on, Jay-Z. Come on. You gotta let it go. If you made it this far in the podcast, hashtag JG needs Oni Musha. Put it in the comments, bro. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy. They're adding online, so you definitely cop in that. You gonna play each other? Sure, why not? You gonna fight each other? All right. Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Suicide Squad, Street Fighter Six, Tekken Eight, Final Fantasy Sixteen. Maybe Diablo 4, if we have time, doubt it, off, based off all these games that I just listed. Um, and then also we got um, Armor Core 6, Assassin's Creed Mirage, uh, Flintlock, Spider-Man 2, Redfall, Remnant 2, Star Wars Hunters, Starfield, The Wolf Among Us 2. Yeah, if you don't got no game, I don't know what to tell you, man. You're not a gamer. Right. I'm not going to lie. You're not a gamer if you don't got nothing to play. It's something for everybody in 2023. It's about to go fucking crazy. Starfield. Dude. I forgot Starfield's coming out. Yeah, and that's another game. Yes, it is. Game, so it's it's not about it is a game. Not pass. for me. Not an anticipated game for me. I said it was a game pass game. What the fuck? Oh, it's not, it sounds like you said it, it's not a game pass game. Uh, you getting old. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All that shit's game pass. How much is this game pass? Uh, it's 120 a year, ain't it? Jedi Survivor, technically, if you have the past thing. Um, I'll wake two. I got a feeling I'll wake two will be a Game Pass game. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's well, possible because doesn't Microsoft own that studio? No, uh, they're made by the Remedy. I think Sony has some stake in their company or Epic, one of the two. So I, maybe it might not show up. They might get the rights for it. Ooh. If you're watching the video version of youtube.com slash GI updates, let us know in the comment section below what are your most anticipated games of 2023. We're curious to hear from you guys. She has so many good games. What the hell? So many good games. I don't know how to. Hey, is that means we're going to have a lot of podcast content. Make sure to hit the like button. Yeah, that's oh. it. Oh, Redfall comes out. Oh, my God. I just God. said that. That's another yeah. Game Pass yeah, game. I know. It's Jesus. At, at bare minimum, if we're trying to be consistent with this podcast, I need to make sure everybody got Game Pass so there's no excuses. At least you have access. To all these fucking we all have it. We bad, all have it. But 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 I gotta put in the group chat. Yo, make sure you play this game so we can talk about it in the podcast. JG Ethos. Oh man, do I gotta that play that Transformers you, game you know is coming out? Games. You know uh, I don't don't, don't worry. No, this, no, 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 I'm gonna play a games. lot of games that I want to actually. Oh, play. you gonna turn uh-huh. up? You gonna turn up? Yeah. I don't gotta bug you. I'm gonna turn up next year. As uh-huh. as I'm gonna turn up as I got time. Yeah, yeah. As long as you try them. So we at bare minimum we need impressions, not reviews. Just touch that bitch for a couple hours. All right, all right. Uh, so yeah, expect a lot of content from the podcast. We better go crazy. Um, so before we wrap this show up, we got a couple news stories. Nothing too crazy. It's because of the holidays. Christmas just happened here. Uh, and then also you got New Year's around the corner as well. So like gaming news is a little bit dry, but there's a couple decent stories. The first one comes from a YouTuber. Let me say his name because if this ends up being in, if this ends up being incorrect we got to make sure we state who said that uh <laughs> uh blackwoods yeah, yeah not us this don't come from us it comes from a youtuber called blackwoods i didn't even want to put this in the fucking show notes because i never heard of this youtuber i don't know how credible they are and i haven't seen any news articles but he put out a video and it touched my algorithm and in it he was talking about how um ubisoft is working on a star wars game and in his video he was saying that 
he knows somebody that said that Ubisoft was so confident in this Star Wars open world game that they're working on. They're letting people come into their studios in Sweden, I guess. And you can just play the game as long as you like sign an NDA, but they really don't give a fuck. Um, and then also they're apparently going to reveal the game so really soon. Uh, so I, I we put it on the show notes because I wanted to hear from Ethos and JG. What do you think Ubisoft could be working on? in the Star Wars universe that has them so confident because Assassin's Creed Valhalla sucks. All my homies hate that game. Um, Ethos, you are the you are the Star Wars you are the Star Wars uh concert. I don't I don't know that much about Star Wars lore, so. I I don't have they even said what era this is in? Nope. We just know I that. have no reason to even care about this. Like there's no information. See, this is why I, I didn't want to put this on the notes. This is not yeah. I just put it in the group Open chat. World game. Like, I'm, I'm not excited about a Ubisoft open world game. I don't care if there's a Star Wars skin. I don't think that's really going to like, if, if the mechanically it feels like a Far Cry game or something, I'm just going to be like, wow, this is just a Far Cry skinned game with Star Wars skins on it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't, I don't know what, what to be excited for. I, I have to see the game myself. So I really have, I'm indifferent to it. right Whatever now. it is that they're working on, I hope it's just original mechanics. Like they really sat down and like, all right, let's try to create something unique and that'll make the Star Wars fan base happy because Ubisoft tends to make the same games over and over by sprinkling shit all over the fucking map. Matter of fact, that was one of the best memes of 2022. Now that I remember the storyline, uh, if, if Ubisoft made Elden Ring, y'all remember that meme mm-hmm. where they put yeah. all the shit on the damn screen? <laughs> and it actually happened with uh, Skull and Bones. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> Which, by the way, comes out in March. Nobody's playing that. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. So I, I really hope that they take their time and make something super original. Um, I, I, I do not want to play Assassin's Creed or Far Cry with a stormtrooper because uh, they tend to, to remix all this stuff. You have any expectations, Jay? Uh, I have very, very little expectations because, like I said, we just all mentioned what this game could possibly be like i don't even know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing allegedly um that ubi this ubisoft studio is just inviting people like saying hey come on in play this game like i don't i don't know whether that's actually a good thing or or a bad thing i mean it could be a, a terrible thing because like they're like super confident it might just end up being you know some some utter bull crap but who knows all i know is if this is true we will see some leaks because ubisoft gets i feel like at this point like ubisoft like this is the meme like ubisoft i don't know what they're doing like i don't know if their security is just absolutely horrific but like everything that they are trying to make gets leaked and this has been like a, a a really bad trend. Like minus the dude who um who ended up admitting that you know he was the 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 leaker. Um, but like other people have been doing this. Like it, it wasn't even just him. So I I have no clue what it could possibly be like. But I'm just gonna hope for the best. But I just have very very uh small expectations for anything good coming out of this. Okay. Okay. What about um expectations for the Last of Us TV show that's coming to HBO? Uh, it'll premiere on HBO Max January 15th. Um, this is a live action adaptation of The Last of Us. That's probably why they put out that Last of Us Part 1 on PS5 because they assume this TV show is going to attract new people and they're probably going to want to take out the, the source material. Uh, do we have any expectations for that, uh, you two? No? Probably will be good because I always said it most of sony's games would probably be better as movies than actual games so well it's interesting you say that because the the show is already catching some flack and it's not out for at least another two weeks 
Uh, and the flack that it was catching is apparently, I guess, one of the producers or directors revealed oh, that it God. wouldn't be the, the 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 show would not be as gory and violent as the actual video games. And uh, their response was this quote: "We need a certain amount of action or violence that we could use for mechanics so that you can connect with Joel and get in a flow state. Then you could really feel like you're connected with its on-screen avatar and you're seeing the world through his eyes. But that doesn't exist in a passive medium. One of the things that I loved hearing about." Uh, hearing from the co-creator Craig and HBO very on early on was let's take out all of the violence except for the very essential that allowed the violence to have even more impact than in the game because when you hold on showing the threat and you're seeing people's reaction to a threat that makes it scarier and when we do reveal the infected and the clickers you get to see what brought down humanity and why everyone is scared do you guys agree with that statement uh Jay uh I don't know. I I think that because like The Last of Us, like that the fans we've already seen firsthand, like how crazy they could be about the franchise. So like I I don't know. I I actually don't know like how this is going to to really turn out. So I don't I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I, I think people do want to see it uh, like regardless. So I don't know if people are really going to uh to flip out if it's not you know as as gory. But the, the whole point about like us being able to you know they want us to really relate to joel um that do we really want to relate to joel in in this live action adaptation for the people who play the video game like i don't, I don't know i i feel like i don't i don't really Didn't he betray humanity like that, so. yeah pretty much i don't yeah. i don't relate to that basically <laughs> <laughs> i mean, I mean it's, it's, it's a good point you know to put over side of the side of the coin that you so so yeah, <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, I I, I really don't know. I, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll I, see. Uh, but, I understand where he's coming from. Um, because like when you play the game, it's naturally going to be more gory and violent because it's your experience. You're probably going to die more because you're controlling the experience. Versus like a TV show, if someone was constantly getting their head chopped off because you're watching it and you're not in control of the situation. Uh, it probably would take away from the actual kind of shock awe uh, aspect of it. So they got to limit who who they win and how they actually use that violence. I get what he was trying to say. He's, he's basically saying this is not a video game. It's a TV show. So don't expect people to be fucking fighting. There is going to be some drama. And then you have to. That's the way storytelling works. From the drama, you have to lead up to that action. And then it pays off in the end. Now, am I saying the show is going to be good? No, but I understand where he's coming from. I hope the show is good, but I'm not. Don't take that as me saying it's going to be good. But I understand where he's coming from from a storytelling aspect. You can't just be balls to the wall all the fucking time. And I think that's what he was trying to say with the story and that long ass fucking drawn out comment. Um, but yeah, January fifteenth, the last of a show comes out. Um, let us know in the comment section below if you guys want to hear us talk about it on the podcast. Uh, I'll make sure that they watch the show. Uh, we can get Anon's HBO Max. What do y'all think about that? Yeah. Uh, I'm not broke, so I have my own HBO Max. That's crazy. Wasn't your internet lagging last podcast? I don't got to do with me being broke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see where you're trying to go with that. <laughs> I see where you're trying to go. Uh, A multitude shit. of factors. That, you know, <laughs> we get it. You balling on a budget. Um, last but not least, uh, Assassin's Creed Jade. If you have not heard of Assassin's Creed Jade, it's because a couple months ago, 
um, Ubisoft was revealing with their plans for Assassin's Creed. They revealed more about Mirage. They also gave us a sneak peek at the Assassin's Creed Japan that they're working on. And in the midst of those major announcements, this one kind of got buried. They announced a third one, a mobile game called Assassin's Creed Jade, and it takes place in China. This will be a full-fledged um, Assassin's Creed game in the palm of your hand with a uh, mobile uh, with, your, with your phone. Um, they're currently doing some beta tests and there's a YouTuber out there that's been leaking footage. This motherfucker is wild. I went in the comment section and somebody said in the comments, they was like, yo, can't you get your channel taken down? You're breaking NDA. And he said, so everybody else is. I said, damn, bro. Motherfuckers. motherfuckers but he's not lying, though. Motherfuckers I, hate I Ubisoft. Bruh, <laughs> like, they do not care, bro. I don't I don't get it. I don't get what, how Ubisoft got to this point where, like, people just do not care about leaking anything and everything. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, what's the name? I'm not going to show any actual footage in the podcast of that leaked footage because we're not going to get it. it's still up? Yes, yeah, still dude, up. go look at his channel. I'm not gonna Why say the name is it of it. Still up? His whole channel, it's like 15 videos of him just leaking footage, bro. That bitch has been up for seven days, dog. So if you want to find it quick, at the time of this quick. recording, at the time of this recording, if you want to find Assassin's Creed Jade gameplay, it yeah. is on YouTube. If you look for it, it's not hard to find. Um, what's the name? I right now I just got a trailer. Y'all can't see it. Uh, the, the other host, but I got a, the trailer of the announcement playing in the background. Um, but we took a look at the gameplay, and if you don't want to look it up, we can describe it, and you know, what's the name? You can share whether or not you think it's actually be worth playing, because um, I put it in the group chat. Uh, Jay, do you have any first impressions of the beta footage that we've seen from Assassin's Creed, Jade? I mean, it's it's extra, you know, early, so, I mean, it, it definitely looks like a mobile game, I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely looks like a mobile game. To be mean, fair, it actually looks pretty good for a mobile. Well, I, was game. Like, I thought it looked yeah. good for a mobile. I'll say that. I'll say it that. I'll look say bad. That. I'm, I'm pretty sure it could definitely look better. Uh, you know, yeah. once they once they actually you know flesh this out. But I mean, it's it's Assassin's Creed. Like, yeah, it's, it's in China, and you know, we were kind of wanting you know the China uh, them to go to China or Japan. But like, I I just really don't have any any feelings about this. It doesn't move me one way or another. Like, it just. It's just there, and I mean, I'm sure people are going to play it, but like, is it going to move the needle whenever it fully comes out? I don't think so. I just think it's going to be another Assassin's Creed game. Like to be honest, like I'm just, I'm just kind of burnt out. Like overall, like whether it's a mobile game or not, like I'm just, I'm just like, can we move on to something else? I am genuinely surprised by the scope of it all. I thought this was going to be like, you remember them assassins, those three Assassin's Creed games they put out? One of them was in China, India, and then Russia. They were like side-scrolling games, um, maybe like five, six years ago. I forgot the name of them, but um, it was like a spinoff series. I thought that Assassin's Creed Jade was going to be like that. They were making another like side-scroller because I'm like, it's mobile. But I was genuinely surprised. This is a fully-blown open-world 3D game. Honestly, it looks like they're kind of reusing assets from Assassin's Creed Odyssey with the coloring uh, of the trees and all that shit in the actual landscape. Um, it, it, in, in the footage, there's no voice acting, but like the, 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 the subtitles are there. So you can tell there's going to be full blown voice acting in it. You get a look at the combat and the climbing. It looked fluid for like, you know, a mobile game or whatever. I think what, 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 uh, what I noticed was it looks like it's going to be more emphasis on action. I didn't really see a whole and it could be because of the person who was playing maybe didn't know what they were doing. But like the, the footage that leaked online, it seems like they're just fighting more. It doesn't really look like Assassin's Creed. That's why I'm looking forward to Mirage because I just did not like Valhalla 
with all the extra i don't want to be a fucking viking and then it was glitchy and buggy but i'm not gonna lie to y'all man i'm an assassin's creed fanboy i saw the footage i was like man this does not look bad for a mobile game i might have to whoop out the whip out the, the xbox controller and play it on the ipad because i gotta know what's going on in the story man i gotta know man i'm a fucking sucker for assassin's creed what about you ethos I mean, whatever, man. They kind of killed my vibe for Assassin's Creed after the third game, and then they kind of had me interested after Origin, but then after Odyssey, I didn't care, and then Valhalla, I didn't care. So, I don't know. I'm kind of stuck. When they <laughs> when there's another black protagonist, then I'll be interested again. Mm. This man sounded like a fucking hippie. Uh, I don't know, man. The fucking uh, government. <laughs> the government lies. The fucking lies. Yeah, I'm just not yeah, interested in the though. modern story anymore. I think that's why I just don't feel like I'm captivated. I felt like Origin was a chance for them to fix the problem that 3 caused. And I think because of the way 3 ended, it caused a bunch of issues that you can kind of see. Like, they kind of don't even care about the modern day now. Like, it's so obtuse and it's kind of like, I don't know, weird. So I I, I don't know. I, I feel like that's the part that used to captivate me when I played the original games. And now that that's gone, Desmond's gone. Now that that really matters into the current timeline, I think, unless I'm missing something. Um, yeah. What were you about to say? Bring back, uh, Bayek. Bring my boy Bayek back. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely interesting, though, because, like, yeah, um, I agree with you, TVH. I, I was definitely not expecting this to, like, look like a, you know, full-blown Assassin's Creed game. Like, how long is this game going to be? That's, that's really my opinion. Now. Like, how how long is this going to be? Like, this is on mobile, so how long you think this is going to be? Um, like I'm hour, hoping I'm hoping 20. I'm cool with 10 hours. I don't need it to be like a 20 plus hour. It's it's a mobile game. And then also, please don't fucking microtransaction the hell out of this game. Make it like five, 10 bucks if you want, because it's like it look it's it's a full a Ubisoft game. <laughs> it's it's a it's a full blown like 3D it. adventure. You guys are putting oh, effort for it, but please do not put a bunch of microtransactions in it. Let it let it be a one price and let us play it. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know when this game is supposed to come out. Um, More likely to be. What I, what I do know is we've reached the two-hour mark. We're well, over the two-hour mark, um, and I'm tired of fucking talking. So do you guys have anything else you guys want to add to the show before we wrap up the last podcast of the year? How y'all doing? How's y'all mental doing as we close out this year? I'm great. How about you, Jay? Uh, stressed. <laughs> 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 the NSYNC no. uh, laugh is great. <laughs> no, we, we close, we're closing out strong, though. We're closing out. Overall, my mental health is great, but uh, just today, I was broken a little bit. This man was yelling at everybody in the goddamn chat. <laughs> just shooting right. everybody, bro. I'm working on some stuff, too, for for content creators, too. Got, a, got some cool stuff. Looking forward to 2023. Um, So, yeah. This has been Gaming Illuminati episode 137. Ethos, you got the floor. What's your closing statement for 137? Go. Hey, thanks everybody for watching. Get ready for next month. We got a lot of heat coming. We got another GI uh, tournament that's going to be happening in January. So make sure you look out for that. If you want to enter into that, you have to be a member of the um, Discord. So go to patreon.com slash GI updates and subscribe so you get access to Discord. It's only a one-time fee. You don't have to pay it every single month, just one time. Then you can stop giving us money. But if you care about us, give us money. Uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> JG, what's your closing episode, uh, statement for episode 137? Go. Oh, man. 2022 has been a wild ride, but uh, 2023 is definitely looking up. Like, I, I definitely appreciate how, like, we have evolved the podcast. Finally, we're on video. 
and uh, we have some plans to evolve it even more. So I appreciate everybody for continuously listening. I thoroughly appreciate the people that say that we are the best video game podcast. Uh, you know, I don't think you all know like how dope those uh, those comments you know mean to me, and I'm sure mean to us. Uh, so we're going to keep it going, and I hope you all enjoy the new format that we've been doing. And uh, just stay tuned for what we have coming in the future. Make sure that all the content that we have, if you really mess with us, just continue to share all the content. We got a couple of uh, videos that are that are uh, you know gaining a little bit of traction. So I just want to see this podcast continue to grow and let's move on 2023 because we got a lot of content that is on the way. I'm laughing because Siggy tweeted 43 minutes ago, who wants to see me play Sekiro? (laughs) 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 This man's gauging. I guess they said yes, so he booted that shit up. Um, What's the name? Uh, Hit the like button on the video. Uh, Rate it five stars on Apple and Spotify to help us grow in the algorithm. If you made it this far on the podcast, leave a comment. Um, Hashtag JG wants Onimusha. Um, And then also, I just had like, the thought what you saying that like i guess i guess some people had said to you were the guest best gaming podcast i'm not trying to toot my own horn but like who really is fucking with us um you have like the generic kind of gaming podcast like the IGNs and stuff like that where like they're very like insightful with like general knowledge but they're not very entertaining and then you have the other side of podcasts them niggas just be fighting and shit and being mad petty i feel like we're like a good balance between knowledge but we're also entertaining i'm not gonna lie who, who is fucking with us Siggy's raging right now. He is. Oh shit! We gotta boot the stream. <laughs> yeah, we about to check it out. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. So uh, yeah, we appreciate you checking out Gaming Illuminati episode one thirty seven. Um, hit the like button, five stars, and we'll see you on the next time on the next episode. Peace. Pew, 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 pew. Bye. <laughs>